ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Wrestling With My Thoughts. I am one-third of this podcast hosting trio. Joining me right now is Mr. Kurt. How are you doing, Kurt? Good. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I went back to uh, the uh, the regular method for me to record because I realized what I did last week using my laptop is not as easy to transition the audio <laughs> from from the live to post it for everybody to hear. It's much easier to do from my phone or some other device. Um, so, folks, if you didn't hear that special edition episode that we did on Wednesday when we did the live, go back through the archives, check it out. And uh, I, I thought that was a very fun show. <laughs> I know it devolved into uh, uh, a little bit of madness there, but a uh, good show overall, I thought. I enjoyed myself. Oh, man. Uh, so how was your week, man? How was work and all of that? It was good. Real good. Yeah. Real productive. Real productive. Okay. All right. Same here. Um, I know yesterday I was extremely busy, which usually makes for a short or quick day. But for whatever reason, yesterday seemed to pass by so fucking slow. It was like I would never get off work. But, uh, yeah, man, I uh, got off work, went and picked up my niece, and she's spending the weekend with me. And uh, we hung out last night watching some movies. Um, she had never seen The Hangover before, so we watched The Hangover last night. <laughs> How old is she? Uh, 18. Okay. 18. Uh, what's going on, Brandon? How you doing, man? Hey, good. I apologize for my tardiness. As soon as it was almost time, um, nature came knocking at the door, so I had to go. Hey, man, I can relate because I did the same thing, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> how was uh how was your week, man? How did you enjoy this spring break week? I I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, um I had like a whole list of stuff that I said I was going to do and I ended up pretty much spending half of the break at least just yeah. sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, that's playing that's, video games. That's so. what you get old when you when you got a to-do list on on your on your day or week off, you got a to-do yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you, you know some of the some of the stuff I was able to do, but like, for instance, I have a whole shoe rack that I still need to put together. It's been sitting here for two months and I still ain't put it together. So I'm going to put it together today because I'm not going anywhere. It's raining and it's cold outside. I'm not going anywhere. So. You got that right. It's cold, cold, cold out there. Cold, cold. So I ain't going nowhere. Um, I just had to step out a few minutes earlier or whatever to go pick up something, but that was it. I'm not going back out the house unless I run out of beer or something. Yeah, I know. I don't plan on going anywhere today um, with the weather the way it is. But tomorrow, me and my family are getting together to, uh, of course, it's Easter Sunday, but we're also getting together to celebrate my mom's birthday, which was last week because everybody couldn't get off work. So we're going to go spend some time with her, celebrate her uh, her 73 years on this earth. Um, so I was I was just telling Kurt that uh, the uh, the special show that we did on uh, on Tuesday – was to me very fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, of course, talking about WrestleMania, um, you know that was fun. But then just some of the craziness that we were doing. Uh, 
and and how that show devolved into madness at one point. Yeah, <laughs> that show was a blast. I was actually well, I don't know if you I don't know if you put it out yet, but I was looking for it. I was like, I gotta go back and listen to that. Well, that was some good shit. That's where I was telling Kurt that I'm I'm back to my regular uh, style of recording, meaning I'm using my phone today instead of my laptop. Yeah, because. For whatever reason, I may go back and see if it's just a matter of me actually being logged into my laptop, figure out what's going on. But I couldn't transfer the live recording over to the episodes like I am, uh, like I'm able to on my phone. So okay. that's the only reason you guys don't see it. And once we're done here, I'll, go, I'll log into Podbean uh, here on my laptop and see if that makes any sort of difference. It may. Yeah, I didn't stop I, to think about that. I hope I so. I thought I was tripping because I couldn't see it. So what I did, I went back to my email and just clicked on the the link, and now I was able to listen to it that way. Okay, I know you could do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I let, me, uh, let me do that. I'll check it out, and, and yeah, because I wanted to put it out there. Definitely yeah, wanted to put do. it out there. I think the fans would like that. Yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, y'all. That show was fucking hilarious. Y'all gonna love that one. <laughs> it was hilarious. And and we're gonna have some more of those antics today because um, it, there's a lot to talk about in the world of wrestling. Um, so what we're gonna do, gonna sit here, uh, go through the shows. Uh, we're not gonna take a whole lot of time, folks, today on reviewing the shows. Um, we already talked about uh, Monday Night Raw on the special episode we did on Tuesday. So today we're going to take a look at AEW Dynamite from Wednesday and uh, SmackDown from from yesterday, um, and you know we'll look at the ratings and things like that, and then we're gonna we're gonna kind of get into some other stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, what will probably be another crazy day today. Um, I, I told the gentleman here before we began that um, I fell asleep on. Uh, AEW Dynamite and then woke up in the main event so uh, went back and watched it and I obviously didn't miss anything <laughs> uh, I saw that when I went back but the main event was was okay um, I think the guns are well we'll get to that in just a minute we'll get to all of that in just a minute um, but what we're going to do is go through the shows here and then um Yesterday, I didn't I didn't take the opportunity to watch SmackDown uh, because my niece was here, and um, you know I'm not going to subject her to watching wrestling if she really doesn't want to. So I'll uh, I may have some opinions based on some of the wins and losses that we talk about, but I didn't see the show, so I'll leave that to Kurt and Brandon to kind of really give a, a, a better uh, review, if you will, for SmackDown. But without any further ado, let's start it off with uh, AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday. The, uh, the match card was uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship match featuring FTR going for the belts against the guns, or as a lot of other people call them, the ass boys. Um, <laughs> FTR put their... Uh, I won't say career, but their career in AEW on the line uh, against the guns for a shot at the titles. And then you had the AEW Women's World Championship, Jamie Hayter versus Riho. Wait a minute. I don't know if that's copywritten. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, absolute Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. 
the FTW champion, Hook, takes on All Ego, Ethan Page. Uh, AEW World Trios Championship featuring Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends versus the House of Black, who are the champions. Uh, apparently it was MJF Day on, uh, on Dynamite. I don't know whether I'm happy or sad that I missed that. Uh, then you had a Blackpool Combat Club promo and an important announcement from Tony Khan. Tony Khan loves his, his important announcements, don't he? But then half the time, they, they fall flat. Is that the sound effect? When you do too many sound effects, I mean, um, when you do too many special announcements, nothing is special about it. Right, right. And, and that's, like I said, half the time he does them, they fall flat anyway. All right. Uh, what, 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 what did you think was the sound effect, Brandon? No, you know what? Never mind. There is a truck that is parked outside my window, and it's coming through the headset. So I thought it was the sound <laughs> Oh, it must be the backup. The beep, beep, beep. No, no. Like when the truck pulled on. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell are Kurt and Ron doing over here? Yeah, that's a, what the, I said, who, 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 who got the jet engine sound effect? No, no problem. That's, that's pretty funny. Uh, first match on the AEW Dynamite card was Absolute Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. I did see this before I, I fell asleep. Um, it resulted in a no contest because Jay White showed up and him and Juice Robinson just beat the shit out of Ricky Starks. Um, nothing really to say about this. Um, I, I thought it was stupid. Uh, Jay White shows up out of nowhere, but somehow he has music when he runs out. It, it's just more stuff that doesn't make sense in AEW. Um, Kurt, did you see this? And if so, what what were your thoughts on, on this whole segment right here? I did see it. I thought it was dumb as hell. My hate, uh, Rick Starks, I hate that pose he does when he comes out. I, he need to do something, something different. That shit is corny as fuck. But even when uh, Jay White came out, I thought that was dumb as hell as well. Because they try to get a big impact, and he's a nobody. He's a fucking nobody. Yeah. I, and he's calling himself the hottest free agent in professional wrestling. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit. Brandon, um, watching this segment, uh, what were your thoughts on it? Do you think it was just a, a waste of time, or you think it set something up for the future? Um, well... Personally, I, I mean, I don't want to say that I didn't care because I was trying to see whether Jay White was going to sign for WWE or not. And then, well, that happened. I said, well, I guess he done made his decision. And um, I would have liked it more if he just, like, came through the crowd without any music or anything like that. Instead of him already having music, making more of a surprise or whatever. But, man, I didn't think that it was a total waste of time because it's a debut superstar. So you always, you know, want to – I don't want to say always, but you want, you want to kind of give him a chance. But – you know, hey, I mean, it, for me, it was what it was. That's it. Okay, but is, is he really a superstar? Well, really I wouldn't call him. I'm saying just you know, debuting a new wrestler. I should say because I don't know much about Jay White. I haven't ever. I never watched him. The only thing I know about him is that he's coming from New Japan and he was in the Bullet Club. That's it. So for the casual fan like me, you know, I don't know who that. I don't know who that is. So. I need some more background to see exactly who this person is and why is he here and what is his purpose and everything. 
Yeah, I'm, but haven't they started and stopped a couple of times with Jay White? Like he'll show they up. Have, yeah, okay. have, but but what Brandon just said is everything was wrong with AEW. By him saying he's a casual fan and does and doesn't have any a lot of knowledge of Jay White, you did nothing to build him up to let people know who he is. Exactly. So if he had, if he had this big following in New Japan, why the fuck you wouldn't do promos before he got there? Because you everybody know he's coming. He's been there before. And right. there, nobody knew he. Everybody knew he was not signing with WWE. He was out, out the goddamn window. That not, that was not happening. Yeah. So do some promos to build him up and show what he did in New Japan to show, okay, Jay White has come to AEW, but you do nothing. Or either, or either that when he like just like I said when he came out, don't give him no music, no nothing. Let him come out the crowd like just random as hell. Yeah. And and then okay, you go ahead and you tell us. Who this person is, where did he come from, what his accolades are, so I can determine. Okay, as a casual fan, as a casual viewer, okay, say if he won X amount of championships or whatever, this guy must be a big deal. Same like, okay, I give you an example. Back in the day when the WWE, when the Ultimo Dragon went to the WWE for that little month or so, he was there. However long that was, when the Ultimo Dragon came in. He, you know, he, he had vignettes and everything. When he came in, the announcers told all, talked about all those championships that the Ultimo Dragon had. Now, I was familiar with the Ultimo Dragon from WCW and Sonny Uno coming out cheesing with all about 15 of them damn belts. But as a casual fan, if you don't know who that is, okay, this he has won a championship in every promotion that he has ever worked for, blah, 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 blah. Because if he has all those accolades, I'm like, okay, well, this motherfucker must be a big deal. So let's see what he got. So and, I, and AEW just dropped the ball with that every single time. They just bring people in. It's like, okay, go on the internet and go look for him. Maybe I ain't got time to go look for him. Maybe I don't want to go look for him. You tell me who he is so I can care about him. Right. Exactly. And, and it's see, to me, it's on them to educate their fan base on who their wrestlers are. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't say, well... You got to watch the show. Okay, Kurt brought up a perfect point uh, a couple of weeks ago when he was asking about AEW Dark. Who knows when that show comes on? Nobody, but they're hard. They don't advertise it at all. Yeah. They don't advertise it at all. So the so, WWE and WCW will always advertise those little B&C shows every single week. Even when WCW Saturday night was... It just went down to pretty much what the NWA power is now. They would advertise that shit every single week, so you knew it was coming on. Whether you had just started wrestling, you started watching wrestling or not. With uh, Sunday Night Heat and Jacked and all that, you knew that stuff was coming on. The WWE advertised it every week. AW don't advertise shit. They advertise Rampage, but who the hell watches Rampage late on a Friday night? Everybody out or sleep or doing whatever it is they doing. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it, once again, it's <clears throat> it's their responsibility to educate their their viewers and their fans. Um, you're putting it on your fans to find out when this show comes on, right? You're, you're Ain't nobody it, got time for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Everybody um, got time for it. Everybody busy. Everybody got time for it. All right, trios championship: uh, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends versus the House of Black. Oh gosh! The House of Black, House of Black defeated Best Friends uh, and Cassidy to retain their trios championship. I've said it before. For me, I think maybe if it was without the the quote unquote spooky stuff, 
the House of Black might be worth watching, but you throw in the spooky stuff, um, and it just doesn't work. Uh, it, it worked. Everybody likes to con- can compare this shit to The Undertaker, mm-hmm. and, and that's apples and oranges. Um, just because some of the things may be similar, like the, the appearing out of nowhere or whatever, it, it doesn't make it the same. Uh, the Undertaker was a once-in-a-lifetime talent, and and that talent or that gimmick itself would have absolutely flopped if it were anybody except Mark Calloway. Uh, so, so to compare them to that and try to do that, well, we're, they did it with the Undertaker. Well, yeah, but you 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 try that shit with anybody else, and it just doesn't work. Um, as far as our, as as Orange Cassidy and the best friends go, please go back to the independents. I, I don't like any of those three. Um, Brendan, what were your thoughts on the match between uh, the House of Black and the best friends with Orange Cassidy? All right, well, I'm with you. That's kind of where I fell off, too. I did see part of the match, though. Um, I'm, a, I actually, I'm, I'm actually a fan of the House of Black. I think their interest is more towards... It's like a blend between the Brood and the Undertaker's ministry. That's why I take it as. But, yeah, you're right. Everybody can't pull that off. So... You know, but you know, I'm 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 fine with the you know hocus pocus stuff or whatever. But um, I, and too much I can really say about the match because I didn't watch the whole match. So, um, it's something else I forgot to mention before I uh, I kick it over to you, Kurt. They're driving. They're they're once again being uh, brought to the match. The best friends and Orange Cassidy. That is. I I, I was waiting on one of y'all to bring that up. In the minivan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, man! I, I, Is that I, the same I, minivan I, I, that that lady, that that dude, mama was driving before? Yes, yes. yes. that's the same I, minivan. I, this I, is, I was waiting on one. Y'all to bring I forgot all about this. This is Judy, Bag, Judy Bagwell two point oh. Hey, and, if you don't know who Judy Bagwell is, kids, go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and there's a funny, funny story floating around about Judy Bagwell and her son, Marcus Alexander. Oh, um, my goodness. Now, crazy. I'll say whoa, this. Whoa, I, there's no, there's no, well, there's no proof to it, but it's a very funny story nonetheless. Um, again, before I kick it over to you, Kurt, I, I'm, Taz is trying, but I'm almost, I'm almost mad at Taz for trying. <laughs> Taz said that's what Cassidy does. He rents space in people's head with the games he plays. And it says here, Taz put into words what the freshly squeezed character is all about and why it works. Newsflash, motherfuckers. It doesn't work. It works for that crowd. You put him in WWE and do that, and it's going to flop like a fish out I of water. Um... I don't. I don't get that character, and it it makes me even matter when people try to convince people that it's good and it's not. That being said, Kurt, what did you think about this match? Um, didn't like it at all. I do like the House of Black. <clears throat> I think you can do something with them, and I do like the the, the one black and they get disappeared. I do like that. Yeah. But uh, Orange Cassidy and the best friends, I don't like them at all. And when they when did the fucking name freshly squeeze orange cancer? When did that start? That's why the that, that's been his nickname in the beginning. But I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't look at him as freshly squeezed. You know what I'm saying? He, he need to go. I look at him as freshly. Oh, so, 
I'm like, I'm like, what, what, what is? I don't know if y'all remember. I don't know if y'all ever heard Stone Cold tell this story about when he was stunning Steve Austin, and I forgot who it was he was riding in the car with. I want to say it was like, um, damn, Mike Rick Rude or somebody, but he was like, basically, what the, like, what the fuck is so stunning about you? You know what I'm saying? And so I'm looking, I look at Orange Cassidy like, well, maybe because his, well, his name's Orange, but what's so I'm like, what's so freshly squeezed about you? Because I can name somebody else that might. You know, they might get that nickname and it might fit their character a whole lot more than Orange Cassidy because I'm like, you know, freshly squeak. Nigga, you like, no, sorry, I didn't mean say that. But I'm like, dude, you are, you are, um, you dry as hell. Every orange, every orange I've ever seen was a juicy ass orange. That's where you get the juice from. You dry as hell to me. So, I mean, but hey. Man, that, that one power punch they have them do, like Roman Reigns, that shit pisses me off every time I see him do. Pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Are, are we really serious about this shit, man? Yeah. So I, I think it's we can move on. Well, it's not like we're moving. Hey, but you know what? Look, I might be in the minority. I do enjoy the theme music. So uh, that makes one. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the minority. I'm, I know I'm in the minority, but that's just <laughs> that's just my taste of music. So I like. I don't like anything about any of them. Those three can go the fuck away. My my introduction to Chuck Taylor was a slow motion match. I can't remember which promotion it was, but it was a slow motion match. So that set the tone for me for Chuck Taylor. Um, and then the, the, the introduction I had to Orange Cassidy was on AEW, but then he started doing those little kicks and uh, whatever. Anyway, I'm moving on because I'll get pissed off. Um, next up is the AEW World's Women's World Women's Championship, easy for me to say. <clears throat> Jamie Hader versus Riho. Um, Hader defeated Riho to retain. Can anybody take Riho seriously? And and look, I, I know an, a certain podcaster uh, all three of us listen to routinely shits on Riho for that very reason, but I'm asking that question for a different reason. Like, she doesn't fit the mold at all. Rey Mysterio... Uh, was smaller than everybody else, but he was competitive. She's smaller than everybody else, and just, she's not competitive. She doesn't look right, um, in my opinion. Um, Kurt, what do you think about this match between Hater and Rio? Terrible, and they need to get rid of Rio. I don't, I don't get, I don't understand this shit at all. And Brandon, you got anything to add to that? Um, I... Well, I, it ain't too many times that I say I'm not a fan of people, but I was never really a fan of Riho, and I'm with you, Run, and I'm not trying to be funny or anything like that, but I'm like, she don't look right in ring. Not, I'm not trying to discredit her um, her in-ring ability or none of that. It's just, I don't know, every time I see her in ring, I'm just like, what? You know what I'm saying? And it, like, if, if we were walking down the street, I would never guess that she was a professional wrestler. Ever. Right, and and they'll, I would never guess she was a professional wrestler. And they'll try to convince you she's like a twenty-plus year veteran because she started wrestling. I think it's it's called the Joshi promotion when yeah. she was like nine. Come oh, on, man, really? So you shouldn't be considered pro until you're like seventeen and a half, eighteen. <laughs> so the the next segment was the acclaim rejecting uh, the Jericho. Asshole, I mean, Appreciation Society. <laughs> um, and then AEW celebrates MJF Day. Um, 
I was asleep, so fellas, I will let either one of you take the helm on, on this part here. Um, was it anything worth watching? No. 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 I thought all this shit was silly, and I really don't know what the fuck they're doing with MJF. I don't, he's supposed to be your world champion. What are you doing with yeah, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? With? He he, MJF is going in the Miz territory. Yeah, I I don't. He's yeah. going in the Miz territory. Yeah, I I I I would agree with that. Actually, I like his promos. I I don't think he's bad in the ring, but at some point, I get the entire persona of, of MJF is built around and predicated upon him being an asshole. I get that. Cool. Yeah. No problem. But at some point, it gets annoying because you never see him in the ring, and he's he's taking like the I don't know the easy route is champion. I guess I don't. Yeah, know. a lot of the stuff that he does is meaningless, and it's like I don't want to. Um, when he comes on, I'm not interested in seeing right. what he's doing because he's going to give me the same thing every single week. Exactly. And with you, it is annoying because I'm just like I want to see this shit. Like you're yeah. the champion, I want to like you're the champion. Be the champion. Yeah, you don't have man. to do all of this extra. You got the belt. That's all. Like Mark, like Mark Henry said the best. I got this belt, and this is all. This is all. This is the only thing that I really need to say. Look at it. So you know, I, you know, I, and, 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 and I like MJF, and I just hate to say it, I like MJF, but it's really it's not to the point. His heat is not where I'm mad at him. I'm just like kind of annoyed. I'm just like, get, like get the hell away from me. Like you know what I'm saying. Before I punch you for real. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean it's just it's it's like you said, it's more the same uh week in and week out. Um I don't he is the champion, so we don't need to see him wrestle every week. We don't right. even need to see him every to, week. Right. We don't need to see him every week at all. But at least when we do see you and you're not wrestling, build up whatever Feud it is you're heading into or whatever, right? So um, that's the problem. Um, he's good on the mic, but I don't think his his mic skills go with his in ring ability because in, in the ring he's not that good to me at all. Yeah, I definitely think it makes a difference who he works with. I yeah. I, I definitely think it does. Because um, for instance, if you put him in the ring with well, Chuck Taylor, since I just talked about him, it's well, it's going to be a terrible match because Chuck Taylor's involved anyway. But, um, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, Bret yeah, Hart couldn't make yeah, him look good. Yeah. yeah. So Bret Hart and Ric Flair couldn't make him look good. <laughs> All right. Next up. Hmm? I said I don't know. <laughs> I, I well, I, what he did notwithstanding, I used to say that Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit could wrestle a head of lettuce, and it would be a great match. So I think somebody of that caliber might be able to make him look good, but I don't think I don't think he has the ability to make anybody else look good. I think he's he's good. I think he can he can wrestle, but I think it makes a difference. He has to have a match with somebody who can have a good match. Yeah. Other, otherwise, it doesn't work. We also got to take into account NJF ain't been in he ain't been pro that long. And for a lot of, he's still in his 20s, I think. I think for a lot of wrestlers, they don't really, like, hit that groove until they're, like, their late 30s and 40s. And I, and I, I, somebody pointed that out to me before, and I never really paid any attention. But look at all, like, a lot of the wrestlers, their best runs were in their late, like, between, like, after 35 and then 40-something up until they retire. 
So I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. And uh, the other thing, the problem is he's not wrestling enough, and you're not building him up or building any opponents up for him, and that's the problem. It's like, Whoop, sorry about that. So it's like, what, what's the, what direction are we going in right now? It's like it's just it's it's, it's like there's no there's no point. Yeah. 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 All right, let's let's but, keep it moving because we're thirty yeah, minutes we, into this segment. Yeah, we, yeah, we can go. Okay, because <laughs> we can we can beat this to death. Um, I was about, I mean, one, the last point I was just going to make was I think the more reps that MJ gets, gets and the better wrestlers he wrestles, the better he will get over time. So that's it. All right, next up we've got Commander versus Sammy Guevara. Um, I think Sammy has a death wish uh, because some of the things he does. It looks like he's trying to kill himself. Um, again, I didn't see the match. I fell asleep. But uh, Guevara goes over Commander. Um, was this match any good, fellas? I thought it was okay. I didn't see you. I thought it was okay. I don't know. I don't get the thing about this Commander. I thought it was okay. Yeah, but I mean, from what I've seen and in, in the little bit I've seen him, it's just he's he's athletic as hell. He can do a lot of flips and stuff, but it doesn't, for me, it, it doesn't make for a good wrestling match. So, uh, for the FTW Championship, why that's relevant, I have no idea, but <laughs> Hook versus Ethan Page and uh, couple that with the Tony Khan announcement. Uh, let's see. Hook submitted Page. No surprise there. Um, what do you guys think of Hook overall? Overrated, and they pushing him because of who his father is. They need to cut this shit out. Okay, Brandon, what what do you think about Hook? I agree with Kurt. Yeah, I I think, I, I, I think that if um Hook was given um say you know how like Dominic Mysterio is pretty much giving his own gimmick, he ain't trying to be like his daddy. If Hook wasn't trying to be like his dad. I think that you know we'll probably look at him a little different. And I'm not saying that he's trying to be like his dad. You know, they're pushing him that way, but. I think we'll look at him a little bit different. So, and I'm read. I was reading here as you were you were talking, Brandon. Um, but, but well, first of all, I agree with that assessment. I think Hook is he's got a good look, but I think he's a great just, look. He's just way overrated. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, so he ha- he has a great look because nobody in the business look like him. So he's too small, and, and that's something. But but at the same time, that's something. That's something that I look at. I'm like. There's nobody else in the business that looked like you. And then he was trained by his dad. Dad's one of the best of all time. So he has something there. It's just that it's like I'm looking at Taz 2.0. But, I mean, we talked about this a long time ago. But we all know that Taz is on a whole nother level. And he's trying to be Taz. But I'm like, you're not built like your pops. Because your way that your pops is built and his look and everything, we knew that he would probably legitimately kill somebody if you let him. So maybe you know, it, it, hey, I don't know. I, I just I just kind of feel like if he was put into a different character, then maybe it would be something. We'll be saying something totally different. I'm not saying that he's bad or anything, but I think he'll just be something totally different if he wasn't like Taz 2.0. That's it. Yeah, I don't see the look y'all see. I, he looked terrible. No, I, just, I didn't say he looked good or bad. I just said he just looked. He's he well, just he looks said, different. You just said he looked good. No, he looks different. I I think he, he, like he, does, he doesn't look like he doesn't look like everybody else. And for me, that's good. As far as I don't want to see, I don't want to see a carbon copy of 
the same type of wrestlers on TV every single week. I want to see like, I want to see, you know, different type of people or whatever. But I didn't necessarily, for the type of gimmick that he's in, I don't think that is good for him. I think that he should be in something else. What that something else is, I don't, I'm not quite sure yet. But I think he needs to be in something else and not Taz 2.0. And I, I do think he looks good as far as his physique. Now, the haircut, the young man needs to do something with that haircut. But that's for him to decide, not, not me. But physique-wise, I think he looks good. Hey, um, ladies love it. He ain't cutting I, that hair. I don't <laughs> like um, the ring attire. I'm not a huge fan of because it's boxing attire. <clears throat> but he, but his fists are taped up like he's a Muay Thai fighter. Um, so it, it's you know he look like a character off of Tekken. Yes, it will be. It, he will be better served to not be billed as this miniature monster, which he's fucking not. And I agree. He lose matches here, lose matches here and there. And if Taz was not a commentator, maybe his manager, he would be better served that way. But the way they're doing now. You build him up to fail, and nobody believes that. Yeah, nobody. Right. Now, what I was reading here on Bleacher Report um, is talking about the announcement. But what stood out for me where I was reading this, I didn't realize that Nigel McGinnis was there now. Yep. Wow. Uh, it says, backstage, new broadcast team member Nigel McGinnis joined Tony Khan for his major announcement. On August 27th, the company will make its London debut at Wembley Stadium for the first ever AEW All-In. As an announcement that a week of social media hype went into, it probably disappointed some fans, especially since the show will take place across the Atlantic where a large portion of the audience won't be able to attend. On a grander stage, it is an ambitious move. Wembley is an enormous historic venue and it will be interesting to see the setup and layout for what AEW is attempting to accomplish. Until more details are released, it's unfair to comment much beyond that other than to applaud AEW for making enough strides and believing in itself to take on a venue of that size. According to Adam Cole, who made the actual announcement, there will also be involvement from Warner Brothers as it celebrates its 100th anniversary. That could help matters. Um, me and Kurt, I think it was before you actually joined uh, the call, Brandon. Me and Kurt briefly, very briefly, talked about that. Um, I, I think, and when I say this, I don't necessarily mean it as a compliment. I think it took some balls to book that venue for AEW. Um, you're, you're putting a lot of faith in a lot of people to, to purchase tickets for that show. And Kurt, I think you told me that it it was it sold out or something like that. That's what they're reporting right now. Yes, it is almost sold out. Wow, if I'm, that's if I'm, that that blows me away because if I'm not mistaken, that's a ninety thousand seat uh, stadium. And then that's you, why when I heard it, that's why when I heard it, I said I don't think that's real, but I'll go back and look. What, Wembley be in 90,000 seats? No, no, about the men. Oh, so gotcha. I, I, know, I, I know how big Wembley is. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you take into account, um, that's just the arena seat or the, the stadium seats. I know. When, mm-hmm. when you start putting chairs on the on the, uh, yeah. on the the field. You can go almost 100,000. Yeah. Absolutely. All day. And yeah. Yeah. Here, I think we need the chance. 
we need to check those numbers on that SummerSlam '92 and see how many they had. I think they had over. It, it might have been over ninety thousand in that in that in that arena for that pay per view. I think. Well, here's the thing that's that's interesting to me about this. I want to know if AEW is going to tell the actual number of people that purchased tickets and attended, or are they going to pay for that shit like WWE does for every show? Hey man, what industry are we talking about? You know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> this is shit. Why not? You know what's gonna happen. Why not? So yeah, I tell you one thing: if it's a legitimate sellout, they're gonna tell you it's a legitimate sellout. So yeah, they're gonna do that. Uh, next up, Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Blackpool Combat Clubs battle against amateurs begins. What the? Heck? Okay, I, 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 well, one, I'm glad I missed this, but what's this all about? Are they, are they declaring war on on rookies or something? I guess so. <laughs> okay. Like I say, are they still healed? Because I didn't <laughs> even know they turned heel until. So are they? I guess they're they're healed now. They're going to take all amateurs and just beat the shit out of them every week. Yeah. Um. Bleacher Report says the top moments were Danielson Danielson saying he loves his family, but he loves his Blackpool Combat Club teammates and wrestling too. How's that a damn you know, whatever? Uh, the American Dragon produced a screwdriver and dug it into the face of Paige before repeatedly repeatedly calling him an amateur. This was really strong booking and the launching point for a battle with the elite. Um, okay, I guess. I don't know. I'm leaving on. Unless you guys want to talk about this a little bit. I got nothing to say. Because I, I really want to get to this main event. This is where I woke up. I woke up just as the introductions were happening. Um, the AEW World Tag Team Championship was uh, being defended by the Guns versus FTR. And as we said, FTR was putting their uh, career in AEW on the line against the Guns to get a title shot. Um, something I noticed when watching uh, some of the, the vignettes for this match, one of Billy Gunn's sons... Looks a little bit like him, just a slimmer face and much younger. The other one looks nothing like Billy Gunn. Nothing like him. Um, so, that being said, FTR does win the titles from the guns. Um, I'm actually surprised they put this on TV for free. I figured they would hold off a FTR win and, and build it up with the guns a little bit more than they did um, heading into this match. But as it is, they, they put it on TV, and at least the, the tag titles are on the right team now. Um, the question now is, are they going to book it right? Um, I thought the match was okay. The guns are still green, but fortunately they had the, the best tag team in the world right now uh, helping them through this match. And at the end, Mark Briscoe came out and uh, gave the, the, the guys in FTR a hug. And I hope that this ticker tape shit falling from the ceilings, confetti falling from the ceilings, don't become an every week thing. Much like they, They'll do it to death, much like they do everything else. Um, Brandon, what did you think about the match between FTR and the Guns? Um, I thought it was a good match and the right team went over. And I was hoping that they didn't lose. And, you know. Well, um, you know, hey, they they got the championship that they wanted, that we wanted them to get, and I was totally satisfied. Okay. Kurt, what were your thoughts on the match? Um, I 
knew the FTR was going to win as they started talking about um, where they go. Their contracts are almost up. I said, where well, they going to win? They're not going nowhere. Yeah. But I'm not surprised it wasn't on um, a pay-per-view because, the, like you said, Ryan, the guns are green. There's really nothing you can build on pay-per-view that I would want to see them these two teams um, have a match again. Yeah. And I will say that um... – I, I guarantee you that FTR is glad that they didn't ask for their release to go back to WWE when when Triple H was was running things. And a little bit more on that here in just a little bit, but um, I, I, that's got to be a moment because hearing what Vince did on Monday, um, that's got to be a moment. <laughs> um, next up, we're going to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, the announced card was Sami Zayn versus Jey Uso, Rey Mysterio, and Santos Escobar versus Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium, Rhea Ripley appearance, and Triple H promo to kick off the show. Uh, the first up, oh, hold on, give me a second. It says Triple H promo to start off the show, but the very first It didn't start off the show. Okay, I was about to say, but the very first damn thing they give me (laughs) is the Brawling Brutes. Um, As I mentioned earlier, folks, um, I actually didn't see Friday Night Smackdown, so I'm going to have to rely heavily on Kurt and Brandon for this one. Um, The first matchup was the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium, with the Brutes going over Imperium. Uh, was this a was this a six man contest or just the the two minor characters against the other two minor characters? It was a six man. Okay, all right. So with that said, I'm actually shocked that the brutes went over. Um, tell me a little bit about the match, Brandon. Um, actually, I was it was a typical uh, brawling brutes versus Imperium hard hitting match. I was actually shocked that the brutes went over as well. Um, and that's 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 pretty much it. It was a good. For me, it was a good opener to get the show going, and I was shocked. I was probably more shocked that they didn't start off with the announcement first, because that's what I expected. So, okay, Kurt, what did you think about this match? I thought it was a good match, and I was also surprised that the Brawl Bruce won over Imperium. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, so I, I guess in that respect, it was a it was a good thing that at least oh yeah they they hit the fans with something they weren't expecting, um, considering the hype that that um, Gunta has gotten right now. Uh, next matchup was Ricochet. I forgot to call him that uh, Friday. <laughs> Ricochet uh, versus Ivar. And uh, Ricochet goes over Ivar. And uh, Kurt, what what was this match all about? Was it good? I, I missed this one. I didn't see this match right. Okay. Uh, Brandon, did you catch this one? I took a bath from a break. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, I, but I saw the but I saw the end and Ricochet went over. So um I think that maybe we'll get ready to get that um get that that little push that we've been hoping for Ricochet. I really I, I enjoy Ricochet in the ring and I like his look and and that I'm still my mouth is still on the floor from that damn superstar press <laughs> well, that's, that that's that that was off the hook, man. That's what he won this match with, the shooting star press, and it says here man. it's like this this is a follow-up to the men's WrestleMania showcase match to set up uh, a feud between the Viking Raiders and Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Hey, you know what? 
look, I'm all be honest with you, I'm actually I'm all for it. Like anything to help build up that tag team division. And I kinda like Ricochet and Braun Strowman as a team. So cause then you know we ain't got to watch Braun Strowman in the ring by himself flopping around or whatever. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, hey, look, all power all power all power to him. All power to him and let's see where it goes. <laughs> Uh, backstage, Paul Heyman informed Jey Uso that his brother Jimmy is not in the building. Instead, he has he has been instructed by Roman to watch from uh, to watch from home as Jay solves the Sami Zayn problem. Um, uh, it seems like a, a holdover from pre WrestleMania shit. Uh, so uh, next up, next matchup rather is Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Versus Natalia and Shotzi. Morgan and Rodriguez go over. Uh, Kurt, was this a good match? I know we like all of the people. Well, maybe with the exception of Liv Morgan, and that's not a knock on her. But um, but everybody involved, we we like. Uh, was the match okay? It was okay, but I'm not a fan of Shotzi. I, I'm not sure. I'm, that's right. I, yeah, I forgot about her and the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Her and Natalya rolled down on the tank, and I'm like, that that looks silly. Brandon, what did you think about the match? Pretty much the same thing Kurt said. I don't have nothing else to add. Okay. Ah, here's the announcement by Triple H. They're doing the, In the middle they're, of the show. They're bringing back the WWE draft. I actually used to enjoy this every year after WrestleMania, where they hit the reset switch. Um, so I kind of like the idea that they're bringing this back. Um, this is what it says in Bleacher Report. It is once again time for the WWE draft as Triple H announced Friday night. The King of Kings and Chief Content Officer of WWE revealed that every superstar will be eligible and it will, quote, change the game. Haha, <laughs> play on words. Uh, it remains to be seen what he means by the last line. But after the long build to WrestleMania, it is definitely time to shake up the rosters and create new matches and stories. With Triple H at the helm, we think, uh, there is reason to be optimistic about it. Uh, that's the thing, though. Uh, and, and again, we'll, we'll talk more about this in, in just a moment. But if Triple H is at the helm, it may be a good thing. But as we saw Monday... Um, Vince put his fingerprints all over Monday night, so who knows how this will turn out. Um, Kurt, are you are you excited about the draft coming back, or did you like the idea of the draft ever? I never liked the idea of the draft, never. I was never a fan of it, but we'll see what happens. What about you, Brandon? Did you like the draft? No. Really? I've never, the only time I've ever liked the draft was the first, the first few years that they did it because they were legitimate surprises. So the first few years that they did it, cool. But then once they started letting everybody kind of cross over and everything, I'm just like, why don't we just go back to, I guess, the way – let me sum this all up before I start. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. If you're going to do a draft, the way they did that shit in the beginning where everybody stayed on one show, if you got drafted to SmackDown, you're on SmackDown. You were drafted to Raw, you were drafted on Raw. For God's sakes, keep it that way. <laughs> the only people that need to cross brands are whoever the heavyweight champion is, whoever the women's champion. Well, then, well, now, never mind, because you got two women's championships. And it, technically, it, that's you got exactly two what I was about to say. Which I, is held by one man. 
So he is ain't but one man, and then you have the women's tag team championships that very rarely get defended. But those are the only two championships they need to cross over. I, I Other think, than that, everybody needs to stay <clears throat> exactly where the fuck they are. If you're not going to keep everybody where they are, then what's the point of you doing the damn draft? I agree. I agree with I that agree. as well. That's, that's why I that's, don't like the draft. That's where I think they started going sideways with it. Um, I think the first draft, they well, the first couple of drafts, I think, they, they tried to pretty much stick with it. But then after that, it just became people – Showing up on Raw, people showing up on SmackDown yeah. or whatever. And remember, they were doing that for um, they were doing that for uh, for WrestleMania at first. Like, as you know, basically, those are like the early WrestleMania showcase matches where they have somebody from one brand go and you know and uh, wrestle somebody from another brand. That was okay, but then they started doing the Survivor Series matches where it was brand against brand, and they had the bragging rights and all this other bullshit. And I'm just like, no. If everybody go, if you want everybody to stay on one show, keep them on one show. And I you don't need, you don't, you have enough superstars where nobody needs to cross over. You could get over the ones that you already have. I think they would be better served to to do away with these double championships. Um, I agree. I think there needs to be one champion for every title, one heavyweight champion, one women's champion, one man's tag team, one women's tag team, because. I understand that the U.S. title is for one brand and the Intercontinental is for the, the other. But even with that, I think all champions should be interchangeable. But yeah. with that being said, one champion per title. Uh, or yeah. one title per champion. Um, it shouldn't be a SmackDown title or a Raw title. No. That's um, too much. That's yes. too much to keep up with. That's too much. So... Now I wouldn't be opposed to them. I would not be opposed to them having an Intercontinental Championship, a United States Championship, and maybe a television championship. No, oh, please don't over. introduce no more titles. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. But then but see, but see, if we eliminate say if we combine the um the heavyweight championship and the women's title, that's two less titles that you have. So you can add one one more if you wanted to. And it would still wouldn't be too convoluted. And then all the champions are crossing are, you know, Crossing or whatever, and if you wanted to, you can add NXT to the mix every once, ever so often, and let them cross over and you know, you know, wrestle somebody on another brand on a special, you know, for a special match, not something that need to happen every week or anything like that. But just you know, just to make it a little bit more special overall, because I feel like if you're the champion, then you need to fight everybody. Yeah, that's how I look at it. I've you need, some to, you need to wrestle everybody if you are the champion because you are the champion. You need to wrestle everybody. Well, they're not gonna. So the, this is why that's that's never gonna happen. If, yeah. you, if you keep having Raw SmackDown, you're gonna have Raw. You have champions on Raw. You have champions on SmackDown, and that's gonna be it. So they're trying to make sure you have a champion for this brand, and you have a champion for this brand. Just outside of the undisputed champion, he's gonna be champion of both. Yeah. So, next up we got a Rhea Ripley promo, and then uh, Rey Mysterio and uh, <laughs> I almost said Nas Escobar. Oh God, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Santos Escobar versus the Judgment Day. Um, more Judgment Day. No big whoop for me, uh, gentlemen. What did y'all think about this match? Anything worth talking about? So that's what I did like about this. I thought they served Rhea this service by letting the judgment they come out with her. 
This her first time on TV after winning at WrestleMania. Agreed. She should have came out by herself and had a promo by herself. Yeah. And then they come out once the tag match happened. And I think that take away from her moment, her solo moment by herself as a new champion. I think they ruined her, ruined that moment for her. It should have been her by herself. Yeah. Because Dominique ended up taking over the entire promo because the yeah, crowd booed like, him out of the fucking yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, you just ruined her. This is her moment. This yep. is her moment. She just won the title. She should be in the ring by herself. Yep. And then I don't think, but you know what? I don't think that they realize that Dom is probably the biggest heel in wrestling right now. He got, I haven't seen heat on somebody that bad in a while. But they got to be careful with that because that can quickly turn into shut the fuck up heat. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So but I, yeah, I, I agree I, with Kurt. I, 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 you know, I agree with Kurt. They I, I, did take I, I, away from her moment. And I hope it do turn to shut the fuck up heat. I really do. I hope it turns <laughs> into that. I hope it turn into that. Man. And they, when I tell you, uh, bro, you gotta go back and watch. They booed Dom out the, they booed Dom out the building. Yeah, I saw that here, uh, those exact words actually written here on, on Bleacher Reports. Yeah, I, yeah, they, But then again, but you know what though? Like for me, I, I was legitimately mad because I'm like, you're going at your dad. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. And so that's where that heat come from. So it's genuine heat. But like Kurt said, if they don't book it right, then it's going to be like, hey, man, shut the hell up and get away from here. <laughs> you don't want that. And that's that annoying heat. You don't want that. Hey, where where were they this week? What what city or state? Do y'all know? Uh, they were in Portland, Oregon. So did, did Dom show up in like a North Dakota correction van? No. <laughs> There's no van. Uh, damn. <laughs> they all came out together. So there was, there was no van. But... <laughs> I don't know. I guess I maybe this is a legit. I thought this is a one night thing, but I think that they're actually rolling with this LWO thing with Rey Mysterio and Legato Del Fantasma. So I'm like, I don't now. I don't know if it's just for show or just for nostalgia, anything like that. But look, I'll, I'll I'm like, man, if they if they book that, if they book, because I remember the original LWO in WCW. I kind of thought that was pretty cool the way they did it, and they were pushing the fact that. And I forgot all about this. Rey Mysterio did not willingly join the LWO at first in the WCW. Eddie Guerrero made him join. So, so now I don't know if they're going to have this as a legitimate faction for a while, but if they book this right and then they kind of go back the way that they did it back in the day a little bit, like basically it's like a game, I could see that potentially working down the line. So, well, the, the I don't problem- know if that's going to happen or not. I don't think so. The problem for me is what the WWE made the LWO. Um, it, do y'all remember uh, coming out on um, lawnmowers and? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't. Oh, you talking about the? Oh, you talking about the um, the uh, the Mexicans? Yeah, and they they were wearing LWO yeah, that was shirts. Yeah. That was way. That was way. That was way. Very and uh, very racist too. Yeah, uh, I ain't have a problem. I did not have a problem with the guy. I'm still fans of those guys. Super crazy, uh, Hoovy, uh, the Juice, the original Juice, Hoovy, Hoover Two, Guerrero, and um, who's the third one? Uh, Psychosis. I've been a fan of those guys all my life, but the way that gimmick was horrible. That 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 was, and I've seen it as an adult now. And I'm just like that, just the wacky shit ever, man. They could, yeah. they ain't have to do that. That was terrible. All right, we come to the main event of the night: Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. 
with Uso defeating Zane. I didn't see the match. I read what, what they wrote here. But I'm curious in hearing uh, what you gentlemen have to say about the match. Brendan, um, was this match any good? Did it help build anything? Was it boring or what? It made, it, I will say this. It made, I thought the match was okay. Um, it made, the storyline with the bloodline gets even more murkier. And I'll put it that way. But now you're going to, um, now we have uh, Riddle, Matt Riddle, thrown back into the mix or whatever. So we're going to, I guess, oh, excuse me. I guess we're going to see, you know, which way that that goes. But, you know, the story with the bloodline gets murkier and murkier and murkier. So, In a, in a good way or a bad way? In a good way because now, now, now Sami Zayn is, like, trying to, Reason with Jay, like, hey, you need to get the hell away from me. You need to get the hell away from this guy using you. Because he already pissed at y'all for losing the championships, and that's why y'all haven't been able to be on TV or anything like that. And um, you got to throw into the fact Paul Heyman was like, if Jay don't go out there and finish the job or do the job or whatever, solo, it's on you. And it's just, it's, I'm just like, okay, let's see what they're, let's see what, let's see exactly where this is going now. Okay. Let's see where this is going now. And they attack Kevin. The only reason, the, the reason why uh, Riddle ended up coming out anyway is because they attacked Kevin Owens before the match. And so Kevin Owens, he, basically, same as ain't went out there with no backup. Jay Uso had Solo backing him up, and then you know Solo interfered, and that's thing you know Matt Riddle came out and pretty much saved the day or whatever. So I'm just interested in seeing where where exactly where this goes, what they're gonna do. Yeah, I'm I'm not interested in Matt Riddle. Even half a percent. I like. Please don't put him in this shit. Um, Kurt, what were your thoughts on the match? Um, how do you think it, it did as far as storylines? The storyline is it make you just you don't know what's gonna happen. <clears throat> you have no idea what's gonna happen, which I think is a good thing. Yep. Yeah. I did like them bringing Riddle in. Like you, I I totally agree with what you just said. He's a non-factor. Shouldn't be involved with any of this. But they. They said the reason, and they brought up that Huso was hurting, and that's why he was out. So yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the reason for him being back in. I forgot all. I forgot all about that, which was stupid as fuck to me. But everything is up in the air, and you don't know what's going to happen next, which I think is a good thing. And the match yeah. wasn't bad, but it wasn't nothing to write home about. Okay, no. all right. So, folks, that was SmackDown for Friday. Uh, what was what was yesterday? The seventh. <laughs> Yep. April April seventh, two thousand twenty-three, and with Blue that, Monday Night Raw out the water. Say what? Blue Monday Night Raw out of the water. Say that again, bro. I said it blew Monday Night oh, Raw blue. out of the water. Okay, okay. I, I, my fault. I completely misunderstood everything you were saying. Yeah. So with let's take a look for the ratings. Uh, Remember, folks, we're running a week behind on ratings simply because we want to have enough time to get all the, the information. This week's rating is perfectly available. But I would rather do it like this, run a week behind so we can look week to week. Uh, Monday Night Raw for the 27th. Uh, the previous week was uh, the 20th, March the 20th, at 1.771 million. Uh, for the 27th edition of Monday Night Raw, it was 1.843 million. And we have to remember that this is the pre-WrestleMania uh, Raw, so the go-home edition of uh, of Monday Night Raw. 
and it was an increase of 3.98%, nearly a 4% increase in ratings week over week. Um, I think that obviously going into WrestleMania has something to do with that, but I also think that uh, a lot of that can be attributed to how well the, the Bloodline storyline has been doing. Uh, looking at NXT, the previous week, the 21st of March, they had 550,000 viewers. Uh, on the 28th, they had 620,000. And again, this is the week before going into WrestleMania. And of course, their stand and deliver show. Um, but they had an increase of 11.96%. Uh, very good increase for NXT. Uh, AEW Dynamite. On the week of March 22nd, they drew 954,000 viewers. Does any, do either one of you want to take a, a shot at how many viewers they had for the 29th? Just more or less. Uh, it's less. <laughs> and down. They had 833,000. Ooh, they lost yeah. over 100,000 viewers week to week, representing a 13.54% drop. Damn. Um, and they, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, fellas, they weren't up against anything this past Wednesday, or, uh, yeah, on the 29th either, were they? Mm, I don't know no. of anything going on. No. I think, but that's, but see, that's the thing. They've been hovering around like 800,000 mark for like the last, I want to say two years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Man, well, you said on, yeah, the 29th, shoot, that, that day was a blur anyway for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> fair point. But no, fair I, don't point. Think they had, I, don't, I don't think they had anything that was going up against them. Yeah, and, and what I mean by that, like, because um, I agree with what Kurt said for the last couple of years now, with them shifting, or uh, NXT shifting to Tuesday, they haven't been up against anything consistently. Um, but I just didn't, I couldn't remember if anything, like, major on TV-wise happened um, on that day. And I, I didn't think so, but... Nah, it's a Wednesday that's, night. That's a hell of a lot of viewers dropping out week to week. That's a Wednesday night, man. It wasn't nothing, it wasn't nothing going on. Yeah. All right, Friday Night SmackDown on the 25th drew 2.219 million viewers. On the 31st, it drew 2.484. That's the go-home edition of Friday Night SmackDown. And keep in mind that that was also running up against the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. So they had an uptick of 11.26% heading into WrestleMania and up against the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Not that a whole lot of people were just going to flock to the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. I'm just mentioning that it was on at the same time. Yeah. Um, AEW Rampage for the 25th drew 373,000. Then on the 31st, they drew 340,000, having a 9.25% drop. And I actually think they hurt themselves by running a show up against one of their own shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. They, well, wait a minute. Rampage don't come on until 10, right? That's correct. Okay, and I think that pay-per-view went off the air at like 
eleven something. So yeah, I think they hurt themselves by by running a, a Ring of Honor pay per view uh, up against their own TV show. Uh, now you certainly don't want to run that Ring of Honor pay per view on Saturday or Sunday because you're going to get killed. So I think the Ring of Honor show should have should have come post WrestleMania. Uh, but either way, 9.25% drops, and those are the ratings for the previous week of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the 27th of March through the 31st of March, and my source on all of that is uh, wrestlingnews.co, make sure I want to give credit where credit's due, and this week, fellas, uh, we talked about it in our pregame, we decided to forego uh, the typical wrestling news segment that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks or so now, um, mainly because, and quite frankly because, there are only two things in wrestling news this past week of any significance that, that we can talk about. And that's what we're going to spend the rest of this show on. The first being the, the sale of the WWE to Endeavor and the coming merger of WWE and UFC. The second thing is... Vince McMahon's hair and that mustache. Now, I know we talked about that. I know we talked about that a little bit on uh, on Tuesday, but folks have been roasting him this week, yo, and and for good reason. Don't get me wrong; it's yo, been for, for good reason. I I was listening. Absolutely. I was listening to uh. I was listening to the sports radio yesterday while I was driving. I listen to a lot of sports radio now. And they even brought that up. They were talking about Vince McMahon. <laughs> they were talking about Vince McMahon's head to sell and everything. And they were talking about Vince McMahon. And the guy was like, um, dang, I, oh, God, now I'm drawing a blank. I had it in my head. But I forgot who he said that he reminded him of. And I'm sitting on the road. I almost ran a stop sign. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> And they, you know, but he, but he, but one of the guys is into the wrestling business and everything. And the other guy, he's just kind of a casual fan. And he was just like, what? He was like, basically, man, Vince, Vince went changed his look. And basically he was just like, man, yeah, y'all thought I was gone, bitches. <laughs> like, you look like the villain now for real. Y'all, y'all thought I was gone, bitches. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, you look, you look at Vince, you look at Vince and expect you. <laughs> <laughs> you look at Vince and expect you to hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Vince looked, he hit the nail because the only thing the guy could keep telling he was like, I had never seen Vince with all black hair and a mustache. It, it freaked him out. <laughs> even, even when his hair was black, it wasn't jet black like that. Uh-uh. It was that dark brown, that, that old pompadour when it was all yes. cool and healthy. Now, <laughs> now you could put that shit up against my my blank computer screen over here, and you couldn't see his head. And that must uh, we'll get to all that in just a second, man. Um, but um, in, in serious talk, um, WWE for those of you who might have been under a rock this week, if you're a wrestling fan, um, the WWE has officially. Uh, or I, I, it still has to pass. I think it still has to go through some government approval or whatever. But for all intent and purposes, the WWE has been sold to Endeavor, um, and they are they they are planning to merge WWE and UFC into one brand. 
they're supposedly they're, they're they're going to remain separate in terms of UFC being a legit fighting uh, promotion and WWE being a wrestling promotion, but they'll be under the same name umbrella or whatever. However, that's going to work. But I think the uh, the name change or the merger name change is is going to be strictly for. Uh, stock purposes. Uh, UFC is still going to be called UFC. WWE is still going to be called WWE. Um, Kurt, in all of your wrestling fandom, did you ever think you would see another person own WWE except Vince McMahon? No, but see, this is the thing, and, and the more I read it, it's not like he's selling it. It's like they're merging to make one big company. Because as I'm reading this, it's like no cash is being exchanged. It's just um, UFC and WWE have agreed with Endeavor to merge as one big company. I'll read more into that because from what I understood that Endeavor owned WWE like they own UFC, and they're going to merge UFC and WWE together. Yeah, but but it's yeah. it's like it's, it's but they saying it's like it's not like a, a sale of like an acquisition or it's like a merger okay. versus acquisition. Okay, it's like they're it's more like their perk. Like the one guy from Endeavor will be the overall owner of all of it, but it's still he'll have fifty one percent and this have forty nine. Yeah, and, and here's what's here's what's wild about that forty nine percent of that forty nine percent. Vince owns eighty percent of it. That's crazy. Vince owns eighty percent of preferred stock. If if let me, if I'm wrong, please somebody out there listening to this correct me. But Vince McMahon owns eighty percent of the preferred stock, and then there's a certain percentage of the common stock he owns as well. And for for those of you who might not know the difference between preferred stock and common stock, if you buy stock, most likely you're buying uh, common stock. And the executives, CEOs, all the all people like that, they and the the initial investors, they get what's called preferred stock. So when there's a return on that that stock or return on that investment, the preferred stockholders get their cash first. And you get yours after they get theirs, basically. Um, and so, yeah, this would be of that. If if my understanding of, of everything I read before this merger ever happened, Vince McMahon owns eighty percent of that forty nine percent. So he he holds a, a shit ton of of stock power, and he still maintains uh, or retains rather. His uh, his executive position, um, and the contract he he <laughs> the contract that he signed with Endeavor, it I mean it's ironclad. His his own talent don't have this kind of of contract. Um, so yeah, he's so the, so, so the difference between this and when Endeavor bought UFC, when they bought UFC and they bought all the stock from all the stock owners. In this case, they didn't buy any stock from WWE because it's like a merger, not a sale. Okay. Okay. So all, so all they kept, Vince kept all his stock, and the stock owners they kept all their stock. Gotcha. Okay. Now, was was UFC 
was UFC publicly traded under Zufa? I I think, but I don't want to say yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, and and honestly, I'm not obviously I'm not sure because I asked the question, but um, because I I think the Fertitas and and Dana White own that privately. Um, I think. Um, I'm like Kurt. I don't I don't want to commit to that, but um. But yeah, even that sell in and of itself, that was four fucking billion for UFC, and that was what six years ago or so. Yeah, oh, man. So this is this is going to be an interesting merger. Um, as far as I know, uh, the UFC they do sign their fighters to contracts like for X amount of of fights, but I also believe that. They're they're listed or looked at as independent contractors as well, like the wrestlers. Um, the only reason I bring that up is I think it's now, especially with as big as this company is going to be now, the idea of wrestlers ever getting any sort of empl- actual employee benefits, such as insurance and things of that nature, is completely gone now. Um, I don't think that they will ever get that opportunity, at least within WWE. Um, And I've always been a a proponent for a a promotion at least the size of WWE. I mean, I know, um, like, Impact Wrestling, for instance, they can't do this just because they can't afford it. But somebody as big as WWE ought to offer at least basic health insurance to, to their wrestlers. Um, do either one of you guys, uh, Kurt, do you have an opinion on that at all as, as far as health insurance coverage? I think they should, but I also <clears> think when, when, uh, athletes are hurt, WWE, speaking of WWE only, I think when they're hurt, I think WWE covers all that cost and they still pay. Okay. Yeah. Well, but then, but then you've got like, um, for instance, uh, routine maintenance doctor's visits. Um, those guys still have to buy their own medical insurance um, for stuff like that. Um, I, I just think that, that WWE is big enough of an entity to offer that to their wrestlers. No, but, I, I totally agree. But I, yeah. it's something just tells me that the athletes, that the superstars are not putting all that, that bill. That's just I, I oh, think. I agree with that. Like if they get injured in the ring, for instance, yeah, I agree with that 100%. It's, there's no way you go and see Dr. Andrews out there in Birmingham and the WWE don't pay for some of that. Because yeah. Dr. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Andrews is the best, the, probably the, he is the best in the business. So I agree with Kurt. I think WWE take care of some of their um, medical, especially if it happened on their watch. WWE um, take care of a lot of their medical expenses and everything. Um, the other stuff, I don't know, because I, I think you know if you get injured at home or something like that, and it wasn't no WWE watch, I don't think they covered it. So yeah, yeah, they like dental, and understandably so. Like dental and vision, for instance. Like if, right. if one of their wrestlers has to go to the dentist, or their kids have to go to the dentist, they don't have WWE um, insurance for that. And I'm I'm sure that some wrestlers do, but because they're not all they're they're not employees. Of the WWE, uh, unless they have it written into their contract, I don't believe they have stock options. Yeah. Um, like Vin, Vince, for instance, 
Um, and any other employee, actual, you know, I get a paycheck and I'm on the payroll, I'm on the employee roster of WWE, like I do at my job, I have stock options at my job if, if I choose to, to do that. Um, but I don't think wrestlers have that option because they're not, they're technically not employees of the WWE. Um, I've always, once I started to understand um, how that worked, Back in the day, it made more sense because let's just use Roman Reigns as an example. Roman Reigns would have been a traveling champion. So it made sense not to have him signed to a quote-unquote contract because he can leave and go to Florida for six months, make money in Florida, then leave and go to North Carolina for another three months to make money, then fly over to Hawaii and so on and so forth. So yeah, they, can, they're, independent, they're independent contractors. Right. True independent contractors. They are independent. Now they are independent contractors in name only. They are not true independent contractors. Right. And I, I actually think since, since WWE basically wants to take wrestling out of their title, out of their vocabulary and all of that and call themselves, uh, a sports entertainment, uh, company and call themselves a, uh, a, uh, weekly episodic TV series, in that case, I think every one of those wrestlers should be able to join SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, uh, as, as part of that union. But, uh, I mean, that's part of a much, much more complicated uh, yeah. issue than I, than, than I know how to explain or talk about. But, yeah. so, uh, before I go, I've got a, a few questions. Um, involved in this sale, but before I get into these questions for us, what do you guys think overall about it? Um, yay, you, you, you feel good, yay, or you, you don't like it, nay? What, Brandon, what do you think about this this whole merger situation overall? I think in the long run, if done correctly, I think in the long run, I think it'll benefit everybody. Um, i Never, I just never had an issue with them being sold because eventually it was going to have to happen, or being you know merger. It, it was going to happen eventually. Um, so I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't see it being in the long run. I don't see it being bad. I think that a lot of the negative is coming from a lot of folks just do not. A lot of the newer wrestling, the new age wrestling fans, are just like we just don't want. We don't want Vince McMahon coming in running the show. He has done so much for the wrestling business and it's like it's, it's time has come and it's gone. Let somebody else do it. And the person that was doing it before was giving us a product that we actually wanted to see. And I think that that's where a lot of fans kind of draw the line there. But I don't think, myself included, I don't, I don't have an issue with, you know, them merging with another company or whatever. It's, it was bound to happen eventually anyway. So, What about you, Kurt? Um, I, it doesn't matter to me in either either or. I don't think I will say this. I don't think WWE will profit off of this more than UFC. I, I think agree. UFC will mm. profit way more because you can have way more UFC athletes participate in WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank to build their stars up on that platform, but you don't have enough athletes and true athletes in WWE. It can transform over to UFC because they'll get hurt back. I, I got I got two words. Absolutely, you. they'll get hurt back. Absolutely, two I words. Agree. Connor McGregor. 
I was just about to say, boy, Conor, <laughs> Conor, boy. Conor McGregor is going to be Conor McGregor and those brothers. I forgot their name. Diaz. The, ones that, the Diaz brothers. I can see them shooting to the roof in WWE. They, they, they have all three of them can talk on the mic and they can transform over to WWE with no problem. Man, Conor McGregor will be Conor the biggest. McGregor, mark my words. He will be in some form or fashion for WrestleMania, if not before another event next year. That's really oh, he, 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 he wants to do it. If any of you bet against Kurt on this, you're fools. Yeah. He he Conor McGregor wants to do it. He's been wanting to I do know. this boy. Why? I know. I know. So I think and Conor McGregor go ahead. Come out big on this, but WWE, not so much. Man, look. Conor McGregor, if booked correctly, Conor McGregor could be the biggest heel in the damn business. Hell yes. The <laughs> biggest heel <clears throat> ever. And be a superstar. He will bring so much money into the WWE. How many, how many of us really, how many of us, I enjoy Conor McGregor, but how many people going to really want to see him get his ass whooped? Because of the shit. He, Conor McGregor talks cash money shit. And I love it. And I, and I and I and I hope the WWE pulls this off. I'm I'm interested in seeing how this goes because I can see I can see a few of those MMA people. They've been MMA folks been transitioning over to wrestling for since um Sherrock and Dan Severn did. So yeah, I uh, we'll see. I I just I'm like Kurt. I think UFC stands to gain more in this than WWE does. Don't get me wrong. I think WWE is is going to, to, to profit as well. Um, but it's going to be because more of the UFC stars, as Kurt said, coming over to WWE. I think oh, yeah. Conor McGregor alone could sell them a million pay-per-views with his name alone. Yes. Just because people want to see what would happen. Um, as far as my opinions about the, uh, the merger itself overall, um, I'm going to, I, I freely admit right now, I'm about to sound like the old guy. Hey kids, get off my lawn. But, um, as, uh, uh, an, an old school wrestling fan, um, let, let me say this first before I say this, before I say how I feel, get your money. I'm not mad at anybody maximizing their opportunities to get money, um, so that said, um, I'm not necessarily opposed to this merger, but I don't like it because this moves wrestling and in my personal opinion, further and further and further away from where it's, it should be. Um, the evolution of the sport, so to speak, that's, that's a given that doesn't bother me. I've never had an issue with that. The issue I have, as I've said it a couple of times on this show, is that when this has happened uh, here, especially in the last 10, 15 years, that people lose sight of the basics. Um, The game of basketball, the game of football, the game of baseball, soccer, hockey, all of that, those games have evolved. Look at baseball right now. Baseball made several changes before the start of this season. The bases are bigger, and there's some other uh, uh, things that they made different about the game to try to help speed it up a little bit. 
because yeah. the, and all of that has been in the interest of evolving the sport to either retain and or grow its fan base. But the, definitely going to sit down and watch some baseball. <laughs> but the basics have always remained the same. The basics have not changed. And I think with wrestling, forgive me here, but they're fucking with the basics too much. Uh, and it, and it, a lot of times it, it drives me away from the product sometimes. Um, as a matter of fact, before we started doing this show, I was still a wrestling fan, had a great time at StarCast, but I hadn't watched wrestling in months at that point. Uh, wow. at least not consistently. I, I would look and maybe catch a second or two, but I was so disinterested, especially when AEW said we're bringing back a sports-based presentation to wrestling. I was hyped for it, although I should have known because of who the fuck was involved that that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but it, it, it that turned me away. So me and Kurt talked about it a lot. I didn't. He would ask me about wrestling sometimes. I'm like, man, I don't know. I haven't watched wrestling in in months. Um, I, I would go back on YouTube or on the network when I had it at that time, and watch some of the older stuff. But I wasn't watching current product, so that's why I say that I don't like this merger because it it, it continues to push further and further away from what wrestling is, is the basics of wrestling. And again, I, I freely admit, folks, I'm the old guy in the room. I, I'll take that. Yeah. You're the one that's like, hey, I don't. I basically, I don't want wrestling to go corporate. Nobody did. Right. I don't want wrestling and to I, go corporate. Well, there's there's some things that I don't agree with Jim Cornette on. As much as I like him, there are some things I don't agree with him on. There are a lot of things I think he crosses the line on. But I agree with him on the fact wrestling was never intended to be a corporate entity. Yep. It it just wasn't. Um, goes corporate so much you can do. Yeah, I, I, I don't dis I don't disagree, but I don't think this merger will hurt WWE. I don't I don't think it'll hurt them. Um, I agree with that first and foremost. I agree with that one hundred percent. I don't think it's going to hurt WWE. I just think, on, on a personal opinion for me, I just think it continues to push wrestling further and further away from what it is I fell in love with. Um, yeah, but we've been past that for 20 years, y'all. So. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like Kurt said, that's where I'm at with it. I'm like, we've been past that for so long. There's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just, you're just going to have to, um, you know, you're just going to have to just get with the times. That's, yeah, I, that's I, just I, what it is. I, I, I take it for what it is now. I, you know, it might be something good here and there. But when I really want to go back and, and watch wrestling, the, 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 how we grew up on, I go back on YouTube or the the, uh, the WWE Network and go listen, go look at eighties, seventy eighties wrestling on what I know I can enjoy. Yeah, and and I completely agree with all of that. Don't 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 misunderstand me. Um, but I do want to dig in some questions here. This may turn into a two segment show because it's, we're an hour and twenty six minutes in. But I do want to ask some questions because I think these are some good questions to for us to talk about. Um, First question I have here is, um, what do you think the WWE stands to benefit from this upcoming merger? We we talked about it. Um, we talked about it benefiting UFC more. Um, what do you think WWE gains from this, Kurt? What do you you got any opinion on that? 
The only thing I think they gain is hopefully and on their side, once the rest once the UFC fighters cross over, that they bring fans to cross over and those fans can grab hold and like what WWE is presenting. Other than that, they don't gain gain anything. Okay. Brandon, what about you? You what do you see WWE benefiting from this merger? I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> they basically, you know, the fans were going to crop the fans that didn't watch WWE like that. They're going to cross over, and then you know what? Hey, that's a bigger payday for everybody. So shit, <laughs> you and I are one of those companies right now. Hey, you know, it's it's everybody's getting ready to have bigger paychecks. So, I mean, hey, if you ain't got no, got no insurance, you ain't got to worry about it because you're going to be able to pay for everything. And there's probably a little bit more perks and everything for everyone involved as well. So, hopefully, you know, hey, everybody, everybody, get look, everybody that's around there, you're getting ready to eat. Hopefully, Good. I, hopefully. So, I, so, this is what I, I don't think the wrestlers or the UFC fighters would gain from this. I, I was just I about to say that, Kurt. I think the, I think the biggest people that's going to gain from this is – Vince McMahon, because he owns all the stock, the stock owners in WWE, and Nick Khan, because Nick Khan had a clause in his contract. If, but I don't even know if that's true now because they were not actually sold. Man, I guarantee you, Nick Khan is sitting back, wringing his hands, laughing like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had a, he had he had a clause in his contract. If WWE was sold, that he would make more money. Yep. The AW holds. Contract with TBS's work. Yep. Damn. Yep. 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 Yeah. Now, for me, um, we all thought talking, speaking specifically about the wrestlers and the fighters, um, we all thought when when Endeavor bought uh, UFC from the Fertitas that because they bought it for four billion, they were this this huge entity. And I'm going to tell y'all some of the the holdings that that Endeavor has here in just a second. But because there was this this huge entity, we we thought that that fighter salaries were going to go up, and they mm. didn't. Mm. As a matter of fact, you saw more no. complaint about fighter salary after the acquisition by Endeavor than you mm. did before. That that merger hurt the fighters so bad. And Ryan, you I know you remember this because you complained about it a great deal. Then before they had the merger, and maybe even before that, that UFC fighters, all of them had their own sponsor. But once they did that merger, they all they had a signing contract with Reebok to where they had to wear yep. Reebok gear to the ring, and that cut their sponsorship all the way out. So that's how they were making money, extra money as a fighter, but that money is gone now. Yep. And, oh, and, dang. And they know that. So the only people made out for that on the sale of UFC was the Fertitta brothers, Dana White, um and the guy, the matchmaker, Joe Silva, they made out like you wouldn't and, believe how much money they got. And Joe Silva got his money and hit the road. He, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, 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 don't need, I don't need to do nothing else now. Yeah, and, and and see, yeah, Kurt brought up a very good point. I was extremely against this, this deal with Reebok because they said that they were going to find a way to pay the, the fighters um a dividend or some kind of amount based on this deal they have with Reebok. Now it's with, uh, oh shit, I can't remember now. But anyway, they, they were going to, because they still have a, a, a quote-unquote uniform they have to wear. 
and the fighters were making great money selling sponsorship to wear on their on their shorts, on their they fighting were. trunks. And when they took that away, they took away a lot of revenue from those fighters. And I thought that was bullshit because those those guys are once again those guys as best as I understand UFC contracts, those guys are independent contractors. They That's sign right. a contract for a specific number of fights. After that, you're either cut or you're brought back for more fights. And they're paid per fight. That that contract doesn't you don't get paid over that contract. You are paid per fight, and you sign that contract not knowing what your purse is going to be for the next fight. So yeah, I was I was extremely against that. I was also against the deal that saw UFC give exclusive rights to their pay-per-views to ESPN and you had to get the ESPN Plus ESPN Plus app just to have the opportunity to buy a $70 fucking pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. I that's gotta bullshit. pay four ninety nine. Yeah, that's why I drew the it right there. That's, that's okay. bullshit, man. I'm like, I gotta pay. I gotta pay four ninety nine a month. And and don't give me. You're getting some content from ESPN, but not enough to to uh, to encourage me to get ESPN Plus just man, to look. have the rights to get the fucking pay per view. Man, look, the only thing that I liked on ESPN Plus was Peyton Places because that shit was fucking hilarious. The only Other thing I like, the only thing I like, you could go back and watch some of those older seasons of The Ultimate Fighter, which were phenomenal. Yeah, um, and, but I, but also I'm a big boxing fan, so I like that I can go back and watch all the old boxing matches that they had. Oh yeah. Hey, I, oh yeah, I want to. Oh yeah, I was living. I was. I was living in that damn portal that, that, for a that minute. Paid, that that <laughs> paid for the whole thing. You, me, I was like, man, this is money, right? I, I want to welcome Absolutely. Pineapple uh, to the show. Pineapple, listening to the show. Thank you, Pineapple, for joining us. If you got anything you want to chime in, feel like uh, you want to say or whatever, do so in the comments. We will definitely uh, uh, acknowledge you. Hey, hey, we we will acknowledge you. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, so, so yeah, I, I just think that, um, this, this merger, like Kurt said, I think it, I think that, that, uh, WWE will start to benefit from this once some of those larger names start. Can you imagine John Jones showing up at WrestleMania and confronting since Reigns is champion right now? Uh, <laughs> well, that'll break the goddamn. That'll break the goddamn internet. Yeah, yeah, you're you're Roman Reigns today, Pineapple. You're Roman Reigns. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think they benef- benefit from that. So I said that I was going to tell y'all uh, some of the holdings that uh, Endeavor has. Give me just a second to bring that up. I meant to bring this up earlier, but I absolutely forgot. So I do want to say one thing while Ron is bringing that up. I can see WWE not doing. Their stock not doing so well versus UFC stock doing more once this is finally finalized in the next two to four months. I can see that happen. And if you you if you'll give me a second after this, I'll pull up and tell you where WWE stock closed at on Thursday uh, because the market was closed yesterday because of Good Friday. So well, under under the uh, <clears throat> The Endeavor umbrella, there's, of course, Endeavor, which is a Chinese subsidiary formed with investments from Sequoia Capital, Tencent, and Fountain Vest. Now, here's some of their holdings. Uh, fifth season, formerly Endeavor Content, 
uh, a film financing and scripted TV sales firm, Bloom, I guess that's a, it's a majority stake, and or they hold a majority stake in a film finance and sales company. Uh, 160 over 90, uh, Third Coast Content, um, Freeze, the fine arts and media, uh, the fine arts, a media company, uh, wonderful union, on location experiences, asylum entertainment group, the talent agencies that they, they, uh, are, are up under the Endeavor umbrella, WME, Dixon Talent, IMG, uh, Learfield, IMG Academy, the Wall Group, sports organizations, under the Endeavor umbrella. Diamond Baseball Holdings owns nine minor league baseball teams as of December 2021. UFC, Professional Bull Riders Association, uh, Euro League Basketball, a joint venture between IMG and the European Hoops Company, uh, E-League Sports. I didn't know they own E-League Sports. And now WWE. So mm. they got a lot of shit up under their umbrella. Um, this thing is massive. So, uh, continuing on, let's see. We, uh, they canceled out all those beautiful matches. Indeed. The Brian Daniels match. <laughs> oh, I'm just seeing this comment because I was reading that stuff. Oh, man. And then, and then the, uh, the mud wrestling matches and all that stuff. Um, so the next question I have to ask, we talked about what WWE stands to benefit. Um, and this is going to be kind of a, a funny question, but I am being serious too. We all know that that Vince um, doesn't play well with others. Vince has always been like a solo act, so to speak. Um, do you think that he'll be able to quote unquote play nice with Ari Emanuel, who seems to love Vince McMahon, had his nose up all in Vince McMahon's ass crack? Um, God damn. <laughs> And Dana White. Now, I think he'll get along more with Dana White because I think him and Dana White are a lot alike personality-wise and politically. Um, so let me let me ask you first, Brandon. Do you think that, that the personalities between Vince McMahon, uh, I don't know a whole lot about Ari Emanuel, and Dana White, do you think all three of those personalities are, are going to mesh well? Or is it a case of, man, there's too much money at stake? Not to mesh well. I think it's a case of it's too much money at stake not to mesh well. But then again, in the words of Conor McGregor, Hayden McMahon, Dana White, and all these other guys, they are duns. So at the end of the day, you know, he's you know, you gotta do his best for business. And so I'll be interested in seeing how that dynamic goes. But I do see, you know, I I do I don't I don't think it's gonna be bad because they all kind of think the same but it's one of those things it's like they don't need to be around each other they don't need to they don't need to be in they don't need to be too much in each other's business i'll put it that way in order for it to work i think everybody needs to stay in their own lane or whatever and then when it's time to negotiate and come together or whatever it is hey y'all, y'all do y'all think yeah i um well i'll ask this question in just just a minute um Kurt, what do you think? Do you think these these cults of personalities, for lack of a better way to explain it, will be able to coexist simply because of the money being made? No, not only the money, but I think they'll be fine because it's still 
you have your, your standalone brands. UFC will operate like they normally do. WWE will operate like they normally do. The thing is, the talent has changed, and I think that's going to benefit, like I said earlier, UFC more, but it will also help WWE if those crossover fans start looking at WWE. So I don't think Vince will push back on it. So I do, I do want to uh, just say one more thing. Mm-hmm. So to start this new company, the way it's laid out is that UFC will have to put up $76.5 million and then WWE will have to put up $73.5 million in an account to start the new company under Endeavor. And okay. Endeavor will own 51%, and, you know, this WWE will own 49 But I will say this. Once this merger does happen, mark my word, if Vince is going to try to – if he can get that 2% back under him to where he owns more of his own – of his company – or the majority of the fifty-one percent, and then the the uh, Ari on forty-nine, and I know Ari is thinking about that right now. He knows Vince, <laughs> oh, yeah. Vince, man. So he's like, I know Vince is used to being in charge, and now this is new territory for him. So he's definitely going to be thinking about how can I get that two percent back under me. Yep. That's definitely going to happen. Okay, y'all. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, for the record here, on the show, I looked at WWE stock the other day, and it was right around $88, $89. I, I thought about buying a few shares, and I wish I would have, because... Man, shit. Hold on, give me, let me go back to it. I accidentally, oh, my God. I right. stay on top of it, this stuff, man. It closed, and I had some a while back, but I sold it oh. because... And then when I say a while back, I mean a couple of years after they first offered it. Um, but I sold it because I really didn't see it going anywhere at the time. Um, that shit closed on Thursday at $100.38 per share. Damn it. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Shit. Let me you know what? No, I need to get back. I need to get it's on not, top of hey, this stock. Well, listen, it's stuff. not too late. It's not too late. It, it sure is. It's, it's not too late. I need a little time. But I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I need to get on top of this stock stuff, man, because I be, I have missed the boat so many times. I'm like, I got the money to do it now. I have missed I the boat so many I times. Am. I'm like, I, 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 come, I, I need to get on top of that stuff for real. I'm with I am. Me too. All right. So um, that being said, talking about the uh, how much money that WWE is going to have to put up, how much money Endeavor is going to have to put up, uh, it seems as though at least initial reports are that they're going to be traded as TKO. Uh, I don't know if TKO stands for something uh, or it's just, you know, it is what it is. But right now, it, it seems like they're going to be traded under TKO. Um, I, I was My question here, is that good or bad? But I think I just answered that question by looking at where the stock closed. <laughs> Man. Um it is going to be interesting, though, because um, a publicly traded uh, fighting organization in UFC and a publicly traded wrestling promotion uh, merging to, to fall under one stock, that that's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. I'm going to buy some. Yeah, I'll probably buy a couple of shares, at least a couple of shares, too. I think back in the day, I think I had like five, only had five shares. But shit, at that time, the stock, when I first bought it, I want to say was 
Just a little over twenty dollars a share. Now imagine how I held on to that right now. Um I could have bought more as time went on. But anyway. Um now I I I didn't have this question down, but we talked about what WWE stood to benefit. Um how do you think UFC will benefit from this? Um now kind of taking into consideration we don't see any real cross promotion happening simply because one because one is shoot fighting the other one is is uh scripted uh fake i hate to use the word fake uh scripted fighting scripted combat um so i don't think you're going to see a lot of cross promotion because ufc is legally bet on oh that's something to think about too whoo i just thought about that since ufc is is bet on in vegas does this muddy the waters for ufc as far as it relates to gambling, I don't think so. Because, and I think they thought about that before they did this, and that's why they made it stand alone to where UFC still operates like they normally do day to day, and WWE still operates the way they do day to day. Okay. So I don't think I don't think it does. I think they thought about that just like you brought up. I think they thought about it as well. Yeah, because that's that's a good point. Now. Um, but now you got to ask, is, is the, the board out there in Vegas going, Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> um, they could be, but how can you, you can't really have a valid point if two UFC fighters are fighting or, cause yeah, like you said, I, I, it, other than Brock Lesnar, I don't see anybody on WWE side that can get in the, in the octagon and wrestle. Right. Well, R- well, no. R- 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 Riddle was a UFC fighter. Well, not UFC, but he was a uh, he was MMA fighter before. I don't see that. It, it, it's definitely going to be interesting, uh, Brandon. What do you think that UFC stands to benefit from from this merger? Um, I think that I think that maybe when wrestling has its set of fans, UFC has its set of fans. And of course you have fans that's in between that have neither that don't watch WWE or they don't watch UFC. And so I think if UFC decides they want to cross over, say if um somebody brought up I can't forget I can't remember which one of y'all it was. Y'all brought up maybe like John Jones showing up and wanting to go at Roman Reigns or something like that. I think in the end it will benefit those UFC fans and then they'll go over to see the WWE product, they might think that the WWE product is really good and they might want to invest in that as well. So, I don't know. I, I, I think for the UFC, I think it will be good for more for their exposure. There are so many, there are a lot of people that really, I don't want to say that they don't know that the UFC exists, but they're just not that into it or they don't feel like they don't really have any superstars or anything like that because it's not like on a grandiose scale. And so I think I, I just think that it's going to bring people from the outside in to look at their product and hopefully appreciate their product because a lot of you know everybody you know we all say hey wrestling is not real it's fake or whatever but you know what hey UFC is the real deal so here you go and they're mixing maybe they're mixing maybe they're going to end up mixing a little bit of those elements into both so it'll just be I, you know I can't really call it but it'll just be interesting to see it's one of those things where it's like okay. I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to see where this goes. Yeah. And hopefully every hopefully everybody involved benefits from this merger. But see, that's what I want. That's, that's the thing. John Jones can show up at WrestleMania and get right. in the ring with, with Roman Reigns and stare him down and talk shit or whatever. 
Roman Reigns can't show up in the octagon and talk shit to John Jones. But, 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 what if he does? He could. What if he does? Because remember when, um, The Undertaker showed up to Brock Lesnar's match in the UFC? Mm hmm. And they thought, and people legitimately thought, the Undertaker might try to get in his ring and try to do something with the, but he, but he you know never, what I'm saying? But even though we knew it wasn't going to happen, but still, just the thought, there's a WWE wrestler over here, Roman Reigns, he's over here at this UFC fight, and John Jones just won, and they're staring each other down. Roman Reigns is in the, is in the bleachers, John Jones in the octagon, and they're staring each other down, or John Jones goes and calls Roman Reigns out in the UFC event. But, but come on, man, that's gonna break the internet. That's that's the difference to me. He's in the stands, having just brought up the fact about gambling. You bring Roman Reigns and have him step into the octagon, or if you do a whole lot of cross promotion, period, from yeah. from a UFC pay per view and WWE wrestlers are there and say staring down or whatever, you do a whole lot of that. You're going to put, in my opinion, at least, you're going to put that doubt into uh, whoever oversees gambling or whatever. I don't know what commissions those are. But you start to flirt around with at least, not intentionally, but you start to create questions in people's minds. Are these fights fixed? Right. I think, I think it's only doubt. It's only doubt if they have in the UFC ring and not a WWE ring. That's, That's only great. doubt. Because in the I, UFC I, I, ring, and, UFC and, ring and, is totally and, different. And, and the way we know Dana White, Dana White is not going to have anything staged or already scripted. He's not doing any of that. Shit. Right, and, right. and that's why I said that's why I say Roman no, Reigns no. can't show up. You know, the no, he, but listen, no, you have, but, but we don't know that. Hold on, he could and say, "Listen, I know this is your ring, but meet me in my ring." He definitely right. could do that. Right, he could do that. I tell you what, we don't, look, I tell you what, hold on, hold on, hold that thought, Brandon, hold that thought, Brandon, hold that thought. It's at a minute 50. I'm going to go ahead, we're going to end this segment. Do you guys have an issue carrying on or do you want to end the show? We can go. Okay. Yeah, we can go. Go ahead. All right, folks, we're going to end this segment. We're going to come back. The, the title of this show is The Second Coming, and I call it that because the second coming of WWE, so to speak, and Vince McMahon is back, bitches, as Brandon said earlier. Um, <laughs> so what do this, Ron. Let's do this so we can have a, a minute. Cause I need to get my kids together. Okay. I gotta work tonight. All right. Let's we'll, start we'll, back at let, let's start back at twelve fifteen. Twelve fifteen, you say? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it. folks. We're gonna take a take break. Take time to get something to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a break right here, real quick. Go get yourself something to eat. Go get yourself something to drink, and we will be back live at twelve fifteen. All right. Yeah. Y'all a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, with part D of the second coming. This is the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. I am one third of the host. Kurt and Brandon are joining me now. Brandon, 
Welcome back to part two of this uh, unexpected two-part episode. Shit, unexpected. I expected it. Man, I promise you, I didn't. I thought we would be able to knock all this out. But you know what? There's a a lot to talk about. There's still a lot to talk about. Because I think the three of us were about to get into not necessarily an argument, but a very interesting um, difference of opinion, if you will, concerning uh, Roman Reigns, the hypothetical situation of Roman Reigns stepping into a UFC octagon. And Brandon, welcome back, Kurt. Welcome back. I'm back. (laughs) So, Brandon, um, we left off with you trying to get into a point. Hopefully you remembered your point. I asked you if you wouldn't mind uh, tabling that until we we got back with this second, uh, second half here. Um, so I'll throw throw the ball to your court and um, let you finish with what you had to say regarding the situation of a potential, a hypothetical Roman Reigns stepping into a UFC octagon to confront John Jones. Um, the only thing I was saying basically was that um, I think that the fanfare behind it, because it's so out of the box, I think it it would literally break the internet. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that are fans of just combat sports in general. And I just think that it will break the internet and it will just bring a lot of eyes and money and revenue into the product, both products. Because who wouldn't want to see... The, okay. It's something that I was thinking about actually while I was eating. What if... Say, what if John... What if um, Roman Reigns is still the undisputed champion? Mm-hmm. And he decides... He has gone through everybody on the WWE roster. He needs a new challenge. John Jones in the UFC is possibly quite possibly when he's in his right state of mind and doing the right things, he is the best in the business. So what if you go to his ring and go toe to toe with the best and you legitimately beat him, you legitimately knock John Jones out and then you end up becoming a UFC heavyweight champion. And now you are the UFC heavyweight champion. You are the WWE and you are the WWE undisputed champion. Think about that for a second. That would that would literally break the internet, and I'm and I'm talking if he goes over to the UFC, he legitimately knocks John Jones out, or you know beats him via decision or whatever the case is. But I think that's going to happen. No, I'm just hypothetically speaking. <laughs> just imagine the fan. Just imagine the fanfare and the eyes that will be on both products. It's a wonderful dream, but that, that's never going. Yeah, but, you know, but I saw somebody had the same idea as you online yesterday, and I said, that's not going to happen. There's no way that's going to happen. Yeah, and <clears throat> I, I agree. Just, that's not going to happen. Roman, Roman is not an MMA fighter. He's never right. and, and while, portrayed, portrayed to be an MMA fighter, so that's not going to happen. Why, why I agree, while I agree, rather, that that's not going to happen, I'm not even talking about <clears throat> a potential or hypothetical shoot fight situation i'm talking from a we're working a storyline between john jones and roman reigns and i made the statement that john jones could show up at wrestlemania and step into a wwe ring and confront uh roman reigns but in my opinion roman reigns can't do the same into the ufc octagon right why not why not because then you start muddying waters and, and start raising questions and start placing doubts in people's minds about this being 
a legitimate sport. Do I think it it's will only, hurt the sport? It's only, it's only a doubt if it happens in the UFC ring and not at WWE. But that's yeah, what I'm talking about. I was just getting ready to bring that up. I was just getting ready to bring that up. But that's what I'm because, talking about. Right, because think about if the roles were reversed. John Jones stepped into a WWE ring. He's the, he's the UFC heavyweight no champion, and he no, challenges no, no, Ron Reigns no, no. for the WWE let's not, championship. Let's not confuse the situation. I agree with you. John Jones stepping into a WWE ring does nothing to cast doubt. We, right. we all three of us agree on that. Roman Reigns stepping into the UFC octagon, not to fight him, but to confront him or whatever, that can't happen because then you cast doubt and and raise questions about the legitimacy of UFC fights. No, I disagree. I, I totally disagree. Totally disagree. How so? Because, why because so? If, I should ask. If, if he, if because he can step in the ring and challenge him in the octagon ring to come to WWE, not to have a fight in that ring. I'm just coming on your turf, challenging you to a fight in my domain, not in your in your arena. But I'm just coming here to let you know this is how much I think of you. I come here on your turf and challenge you to come fight me in my ring, not to have a fight in yours. No, and, so there, and there's no there's no doubt in that in that situation. And while me and you as fans would love to see that happen, don't get me wrong, I think that would be awesome. But I think if you put Roman Reigns in a wrestling context into a UFC octagon and have him challenge John Jones, say after John Jones just successfully de- defends his title, that's uh, perfect. Perfect time to do. And, but I think if you do that. With with the gaming commission, that's who I was trying to think of earlier. With the gaming co- commission of any state or any athletic board, I think that's a line you don't need to cross. Now, can they can they confront each other at at maybe say backstage or at some other event or something like that? Sure, but I just think that in the in the moment of of a UFC pay per view, I just think that 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 that's a line that that doesn't need to be crossed because then you you have the gaming commission raising all kind of concerns and we we've, we've heard stories uh from a lot of the pot, old school podcasters we listen to to some of the the newsletters we read stories about how athletic commissions can be dickheads just because they want to be dickheads but how but this is the thing what line have you crossed if the match is over and he is challenging him to be Meet him in a WWE ring. There's no line crossed because you're you're having a non-shoot fighter for all intents and purposes step into what is supposedly uh, a legitimate combat sport and saying, "I challenge you at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam or wherever." You know, I and exactly what you say, Kurt. I'm stepping into your territory. You know, and telling you to come over to my yard and fight me. I just think that that. That creates some some doubt for people on an athletic commission. Now, for the fans, the, I don't think the fans will give a shit. But as, as a matter of fact, I think the fans would love it. But where's the doubt with the athletic commission if it's in a WWE where we know? No, no, no. I, but again, we're not we're not betting on that. I'm not talking about a WWE ring. I'm talking about him stepping into the UFC octagon. But but, but okay, but this is the thing. There's no money. Being bet on me confronting you on John Jones. I mean on Roman confronting John Jones. And I'm not no suggesting that there state. is. So what? What line is crossed? Nothing is happening. <coughs> other than the I think I think that you're presenting an athletic commission 
with the opportunity to to do whatever and say, look, we're we're now questioning the integrity of this sport because now no, you're. I, 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 I think you're reaching. You're reaching on that. I, I think I, you're reaching way. I, I think the only we I, we have I seen, think the seen, time, I think, we've seen athletic commissions do more for less. But no. I think the only time they'll question is if they legit, they actually got into the UFC ring and Correct. tried to fight each other. Correct. That's, That's the only time I'm they'll talking question. About, oh, when you're saying actually fighting, okay. They actually yeah, get actually if Roman Reigns actually gets into the octagon. Yeah. And he, I, you know, I, with no form. Well, I don't want. I don't want to say no formal training because, of course, he's going to train for the fight. But he's he's had no prior MMA experience, and he gets into that octagon with John Jones. John Jones is the best in the freaking business at what he yeah. does when he is when his mind is right. The, the greatest ever. He's greatest the greatest. <laughs> and you the get into that ever. ring with John Jones, and John Jones don't knock Roman Reigns out in the first round. Yeah, I mean, not, now you have all not the whole book is open now. Yeah, that's going in the ring. I think there's no lines crossed on that, and there's nothing to look at. Right, and I think that to be there's honest with you, there, there's more of a chance of John Jones going to wrestle in the WWE than Roman Reigns going to. Absolutely, I, I agree, and, and look, more of a chance. Absolutely, I'm absolutely clear. I'm I'm not suggesting they're going to have a UFC fight. That is not at all what I'm suggesting. I just think the very the very suggestion, the very uh, possibility of him stepping into an octagon to even confront John Jones is not good business because it casts doubts. No, I think. But it's I think business. it depends. I, I think it's great business, and I don't think it's any doubt. There's no doubt. There's no I think it's good business. Doubt, I think it's good business too. No, no, no. I'm not arguing business. I think it. Hear me clearly. I think it's a phenomenal fucking business move. I think it would do record business uh, for for WWE. I think it would be the most talked about thing on sports talk radio and shit, even mainstream news media. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I agree. I think it would be a great thing to see. I just think that you're you're flirting with the athletic commissions if you do that. That's okay, my so only thing. So, so let me ask you this. So huh? let's say you are an athletic commissioner. And that happens. What what are you what are you investigating and what do you what what is raising your radar up to think something is fishy here? If they had a conversation in this ring about fighting and in a WWE ring, what are we investigating? I'm investigating the fact that that, that you are cross promoting a a fixed fighting environment with a legitimate combat sport, and now that raises questions in my mind, at least. Are you are you you working these fights in UFC? Is there any sort of collusion? Why would you think that based off of this one incident? And it, it, it had to happen ever before then, right? Be, because it never it, happened before now, before now, and we know why it's happening now because now we have a a, a a partnership with this promotion. So we have we have some crossover, but this event is going to be in a WWE ring, and not a UFC ring. So what? I, what? I, what am I really investigating? What's the collusion? I just said what I'm investigating. Look, man, we have seen. We've seen, and granted, it's been a long time. We have seen a, a, a professional sports team throw an entire World Series. We've seen referees in NBA games actually affect the outcome of games and then serve prison time because of it. 
Lakers I'm just saying. Sacramento Kings, 2001. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying that, the, and, and it, look, Kurt, Brandon, admittedly, nothing at all may come of that. I, I, I'll be the first to admit that. But I'm just saying, why even put yourself in that position? I don't think they're putting themselves in any position. I think it's just get it's just getting eyes to the product. Everything everything you just named was something that it happened that was related to that sports incident. Right. The refs fucked up, they cheated, the team through the game. This this scenario that we're talking about has nothing to do with any of that and it's it's a total Because they have the, the two part the two party run, the two parties haven't actually competed. In those situations, the two parties actually competed. And then that's what happened. Wait a minute. I, I Sorry, what, what, what World Series team threw the World Series? I missed that. Chicago White Sox. Oh, this is the one that way back in 1900. Yeah, 1920, 1990. Like I said, okay, that was okay. a long time ago. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But, gotcha, but gotcha, gotcha. the scenarios that you wrote out, that, that was in their environment. That's their right. environment. John Jones is not going to be in his environment. He's going to be in Roman Reigns' environment. So I don't think there's nothing to investigate. And everybody know wrestling And, and again, you, you guys are going back to the match in a WWE ring. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just so the, even if even if he comes to UFC, what if he comes to talk to, to John Jones? There's nothing. What's to investigate on a conversation and the match is not happening in a the UFC right. ring? I'm not suggesting that it's going to uh, turn into a, a full blown investigation. I'm simply saying that you run the the, the potential. Of that happening, you run the potential of some yeah. some commissioner or some some yeah. member of the board trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. Uh, the I only way that's going to happen is if they the try US, to have that the match US in the UFC octagon. What what evidence did the U.S. government have to go after Vince McMahon for steroids? You see how big all the damn wrestlers was. What's that got to do with Vince He's McMahon? Big as hell. Does, does that mean Vince McMahon was supplying them with steroids? That's what they were trying to prove. They, they right. like, but what evidence evidence did they have to suggest that? They, they was on a witch hunt. Say that right. again? They was on a witch hunt. They was on a witch hunt for Vince McMahon. The thing is, and what then, Curtis is trying to say and, is and people, you can and then, and then there were people gunning for Vince McMahon going working with the feds to try to build that case up. Right. Because they basically because they were pissed off at Vince and they Correct. were pissed off at Vince yeah. for one reason or another. So they was trying to get back at him. That's another story. Give me just but in this particular in this particular hold hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. In this particular case, there is nothing that anybody can do or say to say there is any kind of collusion or any type of cheating going on unless they book that match for that to happen in the UFC octagon. That is the only way. And even then, the actual fight has to happen. Because the only way you're getting into that fight anyway, Roman Reigns is going to have to go, and he's going to um, he's going to have to go. He is going to have to uh, uh, train, and he's going to have to be. There's so many things that he has to go through for that match to even happen in the first place. That just can't happen out the blue. In the WWE ring, that can actually happen. They, John Jones can come in, and he can do. They cut these little promos. He trained a little bit, and they can have the match. Right. Just like that. We we've got somebody that wants to that wants to weigh in. Are you guys uh, okay with me bringing this person on to to weigh go, in on go this? Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, you're on with the UFN. Okay. 
This is Jaquan. How you doing? How you doing? I do it. 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 Y'all, that's my whole boy, Jacory. Hey, Jacory. Jacory, do me a do me a favor. If you got us on turned up in the background, turn us down because I heard Kurt uh, echoing. So you good right. now? Yeah, yeah, we're good now. I think I don't hear it now. Um, so Jacory, what do you what do you think about? Um, what I'm saying, I'm I'm not um, I'm not arguing a a match in a WWE ring. I'm not even arguing an actual UFC fight between the two. I'm strictly talking about Roman Reigns as WWE champion stepping into the octagon post fight. After as John Jones has given his, you know, when when Joe Rogan's interviewing him or whatever, and Roman Reigns steps to him. And and says whatever he says, invites him to the to the WWE WrestleMania to face him or whatever. How do you think that that could potentially cast doubts in the eyes of an athletic commission? Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, <I, laughs> okay, okay. So what I believe is. If 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 Roman Reigns goes to the octagon or if John Jones goes to wrestling, that will be that will be really big for everybody. Like John Jones is a beast and Roman Reigns is a beast in wrestling. So basically, truthfully, it'll be God versus God. But basically, truthfully, I believe John Jones will take Roman Reigns in the octagon. Now in wrestling, I can't really say. I just I just I just throw up my hands on that one. Well I mean I and look I agree from a business perspective and from a fan's perspective, I think it would be phenomenal to see. I think it would do huge business for everybody involved. Um I think it would get a, a shit ton of eyes on the product. On the product. But I just think that you run the risk I don't know. For some reason, I think that's like dramatic music playing when I'm saying that. But I just think that you run the risk of of somebody with some athletic commission going, "Hey, wait a minute! They're 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 crossing lines here. They're muddy in the waters here in their eyes." You know, is is the UFC as legitimate as they say they are? Um, this is the thing. I, 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 I don't see it. UFC has been around for too many years and never had any, any, any allegations of anything like that. Never. And wow. to have this one incident, I, I think when you, you really grasping that straws right here. If anybody ever tried to do that, that I, I'll be the first person like, you don't have anything else to do. Right. I, I agree. I, it's, one, it's, one, it's one of those times like, hey, it's one of those times I'm like if there's somebody in that athletic that athletic commission that does that, I'm like, you need to go somewhere and sit down. Seriously. And I don't I don't reach it now. And I don't there's disagree. Nothing, there's nothing to investigate. I don't, and I don't think you're I don't think we're crossing lines of muddy and waters. It's two total separate separate things. Separate. I, I don't disagree with any of that. If I were on an athletic commission, and let's just use Brandon as an example, if Brandon was a hey Ron, hey Kurt. You know, they, they had this happen, whatever, whatever. I think we need to raise the red flag here. I would tell Brandon to go sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. And I think that's what would happen. But I think in your scenario, 
if I came to you and say, Ron, I need to investigate this, you'd be like, Kurt, either you go shut the fuck up or I'm a fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what So, uh, uh, Corey, what, what is, uh, how long His name is Jaquan, Roy. Huh? It's Jaquan. Oh, Jaquan. I'm sorry. Nah, Look, you good, Brand- bro. You good. Brandon and Kirk can can attest. I I am legitimately deaf, and I I can't wear my hearing yeah. aids when when wearing these headphones. So forgive me. I just misunderstood what you said. And Brandon, oh, you good? And Brandon, yeah, you ain't have to check me like that. Damn. You hear that shit, Kirk? I just want to just Jaquan. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come out like that, but I just wanted to make sure you got his name right. That's all. Shit. My fault. Name. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You know I love you, Run. <laughs> I wouldn't intentionally do that to you. You know that. <laughs> but anyway, um, Jaquan, how long have you how how long have you been a wrestling fan? Woo! <laughs> wow. Since I was like five, and I'll be uh, I'll be thirty five this year. Okay, okay. I think that fits in with with okay. the rest of us. I think we all kind of found our fandom around five, six years old. Um, myself, I'm forty seven, and um, I probably fell in love with wrestling about that same time. So um, yeah, this 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 is just something we love. Um, who who would you say is your favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, favorite wrestler! Wow. <clears throat> of course, let's see. Of course, I will have to go. I'm not gonna lie. Of course, um, I mean, I mean, Stone Cold and The Rock is at the top of the list, of course. But, but if you're saying who I like, I mean, I just like his theme song. So basically, I would go with Kurt Henning, and I love Razor Ramon. Okay, okay, oh. Kurt. You can, you can, and, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. This is perfect, of course. The difference between the generations here. <laughs> because, look, uh, Jaquan, the people you named as, as your favorites, not bad picks at all. But, but, no, not at all. But watch this. Kurt, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my favorite wrestler of all time would be old school Sting. Um, no. Yeah, so it, it's just funny, and that's what I like about having Brandon on the show as as one of the hosts. Um, he brings a whole different perspective than maybe Kurt and I can, and uh, yep. you know, so we enjoy that. Um, yeah, me and me and Jaquan in the same school. All right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, me and, actually, me and Jaquan are childhood friends. He's one of my best friends, so right. I appreciate you joining us, man. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no problem, man. No problem, man. No Definitely problem. appreciate you. You are you are actually the first person that's that's joined in on the live that has wanted to come on with us. We we've, we've offered that opportunity to several people, but everybody declines it or just leaves no. altogether. So uh, we yeah, appreciate yeah, we, yeah, when Brandon had sent me the invitation, he he had uh Brandon had told me about it for a while, but I was like, broadcast what? And then when he sent me the invitation, I was just like, oh, let me see, let me see. But but now, but now I joined it. You know, I like it because you know what I'm saying all all of us have something in common, which is wrestling. You don't really get that nowadays, you know. Yeah. So now what we need to do is we need to figure out when we can all get together and watch a pay per view. And just give our opinions as it goes on. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah. well, you know, well, you know, backlash is coming up next month. So, 
What, what, when? Uh, when? Huh? Uh, I don't I think Backlash is on May. I think it's like the first of May or something like that. First or the second yeah. weekend in May. I can't remember the date exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the second week in May. Yeah. But 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 I do have I do have something to say here. What's up? Um. Okay. 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 Um. The draft is coming up in two weeks of wrestling, so they're gonna split the bloodline up. I just I I just got that feeling. I definitely think that that somebody is going to end up on a separate brand, a separate brand than somebody else. Whether that's the Usos being split up, or Solo going to a different brand, or even Roman going to a different brand. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I definitely think it's going to be split up some kind of way, and I think that's going to play into the storyline that you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and and uh, and, uh, and uh, the judge, the Judgment Day is going to get split up. Thankfully, because, because yeah, because see, all because see, all these groups now they're gonna get split up, and that's gonna cause like I, I believe me personally, I believe a better storyline for wrestling because right now everybody's together. It's just a, I'm not gonna lie, it's just the same old shit. Yep, it's just the same old stuff. So it's everybody broken up. Then you know it will be a different storyline for everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you know the WWE don't like to run; they don't like to have factions around too long. Which, which is weird. I was just about to say something to that effect, Brandon, because as much as they don't like it, and as much as 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 they are um, not friendly to tag teams at all, they seem to have a bad habit of forming factions, <laughs> yeah. only to yeah, break them up. Yeah, so, yeah, because yeah. um, imagine if the four horsemen was in the WWE. The, uh, uh, we're talking about the uh, the <laughs> merger on between WWE on and UFC Run. on the first Run. half of the program. Run. That's how we got into Run. the conversation about uh, Roman Reigns and John Jones. Um, so we're going to continue Run. that a little bit, and we can we can talk Hello? about other stuff too. That's not a problem. But um, one of the Run. questions Run. I wanted to ask to the group is um, if you think at some point. No? Triple H will step down um, for whatever reason. What do you think, Brandon? Ron. Ron, can you hear us? Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Okay, because Kirk was trying to stop me for a second. Hold on one second. I see what's going on with my volume. Okay. I don't know why my phone does this. Can y'all hear me better now? Yes, yeah, we can us. hear you, but we just try to yeah, make sure you can hear us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Could, I could hear you. You were just really low, but for some reason, my phone reset the volume to like halfway. So when you said that, okay. I oh, couldn't okay. hear you. I know what it did. I know, I know, I know what it did. It, um, if it says if it if the phone feels like your volume is too loud, it'll cut it down. For ah, you. okay. So the next pay per view is WWE Backlash uh, twenty twenty three. It's May the sixth. Okay. So if, it, if, okay, we, okay, if okay. we can get together then and watch that, I think that'll be a good idea. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So proceed with what you're saying, Ryan. Oh yeah, I was asking if, um, with with reference to this merger, um, do you think there's any possibility of Triple H stepping down? Um, not necessarily because of the merger, um, but because his his title has changed once again. Um, I won't say it's a demotion, but it, it, it's not what it was. And with Vince McMahon putting his fingerprints all over creative again, at least for Monday Night Raw, we don't know what happened with SmackDown. 
Um, do you think at any point he'll just be like, you know what? I've made enough money. Uh, I'm riding off into the sunset. Um, um, truthfully, uh, truthfully, Ron, I don't really think Triple H is going to step down. I mean, he probably, I mean, like you said, he probably, he probably going to have the same role, but I believe him and Dana White is going to be on like the same, the same title, the same title wave, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Brandon, what do you think? You think that there's any chance of, uh, Triple H stepping away? I sincerely hope not. I think that <laughs> Triple H. I, think we I all personally believe that Triple H is a breath of fresh air to the product, and we've known for years that how much he loves yeah. wrestling. These yeah, old yeah, school yeah. fans, like you know, uh, like you and like you and Curtis or whatever. So, you know, I sincerely hope that Triple H, as long as he's healthy now, if he steps away because of you know health issues and stuff, then that's different. Take care of your health because we want him around as long as possible. But you know, to step away because of business or whatever. I just, I sincerely hope that that doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. He's truly been a, bre- he's truly been a breath of fresh air to the entire wrestling industry. And for a minute, it's like we were getting back to, you know, the wrestling that we all knew and loved. Cause that's what he came up on. So yeah, you know, yeah. Man, hopefully, hopefully they, hopefully they keep the train rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially this, uh, this, uh, this WrestleMania just passed. This shit was big as hell. Yeah. And that all, that all became of him. I mean, he booked the matches, you know. So, so, uh, so, uh, piggyback on what Brandon said, like, if he stepped down, I don't think wrestling is going to be great again. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Wrestling is going to be wrestling regardless, but it's not going to be. Like it is right now is going to be, I believe, I believe it's going to be a little, a little down. Like it ain't going to be uprising like it is now, you know? I, I see it now. That's the very first wrestling with my thoughts, sir. Make wrestling great again. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Make wrestling great again. There you go. Hey, that, that's perfect. Kurt, there you go. Kurt, what's your, what's your thoughts on, uh, on the possibility of Triple H stepping away? He's not. He, that's never right. He's not stepping out. Yeah. He'll stay to the end. I certainly hope he doesn't. Um, what about Stephanie, Kurt? Do you think Stephanie will, will come back at any point, or you think she's done? I, no, I do think she will come back at at some point. I think she stepped away just to get a clearer mind and see how things would uh, shake out. But I definitely think she'll come back. Definitely. Okay. Jaquan, what about you? Do you think uh, we'll see Stephanie come back at any sort of uh, – Executive role? Um, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, that's that's. I mean, of course, that's Vince McMahon's daughter. So, if if uh, I'm just saying, if he, if not he, but if uh, if she don't come back, of course, we're gonna see Shane McMahon because you know that's the McMahon family. Right? They isn't isn't you know isn't they? That's that that's the business they own. Yeah. So basically, one of one of them, one of one of his kids is gonna come back. If it's not Stephanie, it's gonna be Shane. But I believe that Stephanie just stepped away, you know, because you know she got kids and all that stuff. She want to be there for her kids for a while. So I I think Stephanie stepped away because she was embarrassed by her dad. Uh, I, I don't think that's the only reason, but I definitely think they had. I think a that's. Reason. I think that's. I think that's the main reason. 
Yeah. Brandon, what do you think? You think uh, Stephanie's due for any sort of returns? Oh, she'll be back. Wow. I th- she'll that- definitely, she will definitely be back once everything kind of blow over. And um, I was going to actually bring that up. I think Stephanie stepped away because of the embarrassment that her dad, Absolutely. you know, pretty much kind of put on the family Absolutely. and her mother as well. Because, you know, she's close with her mother. So, you know, at least we think we, we think she's close with her mother. We don't know. But, <laughs> that you know. I, um, so, so, so I have a question. That yeah. being said, how embarrassed do you think she is of my new hair and mustache? Oh God! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, so you know it, it might it might just be it might just be one of them. She's just like, all right, Dad, whatever it is you want to do. But if I think Jaquan had a question, oh, go ahead, Jaquan. Yeah, I got a question. So, 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 so this whole scandal. Let, let me ask y'all three. Let me ask y'all three. So this whole scandal about Vince McMahon and women and whatever the case may be. I mean, I believe back then. I'm going to say, I'm going to say in the attitude era days, because we all love the attitude era. I believe back then, I believe he did something and it's just now coming to light a bunch of years later. What do y'all, what do y'all, what's y'all take on that? Oh, hey, Vince, been doing, it, it, Vince been doing hot shit since yeah, the 70s. He, yeah, he definitely did something and everybody knew he did it. And you're right, it's, it's definitely, well, it came to light back then, but they shine a bigger light on it now because of the day and time we're in now, and that's why he was forced to step down. But he know he did it, and that's why he never disputed it. He paid he he paid multiple women money not to say anything. So you know this this is not anything new at all. Right. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Me, yeah, me personally, yeah, me personally, if I was Vincent, man. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Straight up, straight up. I ain't gonna lie. I take one for the team. I do the same thing because see, because see me, me, me personally. I believe, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I believe he fucked Trish Stratus. He he, he fucked everybody. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lay. I'm not gonna lay any, any body counts to him. Why you not? No, 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 no. We ain't gonna pick up. No, we not. No, we cannot. No, no, we can't. Look, we everybody. No, we we we. No, we can't. We can't do that. That we Hey, you call, when we and you talk off the line, we can do that. We we can't. Oh, we can't. We can't, we can't we oh, can't my fault. My fault. My fault. Okay. Yeah, okay. My fault. Yeah, no. yeah. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll worry. say this: I, I'm not gonna lay any body counts to him, um, or at least I'm not gonna put any names to those body counts. And 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 I'm not upset that you did. I'm not suggesting that at all. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I to speak to that stuff coming out many years later. Um, Speaking from personal experience, and I won't go into great detail, but speaking from personal experience, um, I understand why things don't come out when it happens. And uh, yeah, true, true, true. People, people later on talk about it. Um, once, once that first pe- person breaks that silence, I think that encourages other people to break the silence. Um, and uh, but. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I mean, but but yeah. But my perspective is, 
why years? Why a bunch of years later? If this happened back way back when in the Attitude Era, why a bunch of years later is just now coming out? Some well, I mean, I, I, here's what I'll say to that: I, somebody within that executive boardroom put the bug in that knew about it. Put the bug in somebody's ear. That that's my that my honest belief that somebody wanted him out of the way, and I'm not trying to suggest any sort of Machiavellian takeover or anything, but I just think that somebody put that bug in somebody's ear. The issue, yeah. let, let's take the issue of of uh, of him doing things off the table for just a second. His sex life isn't the issue. The issue is that he, he misreported it. That's what the investigation was over. Um, he, he misreported it and misfiled it as as how how the money was spent even though it was it was his money he was he was writing it down as like a company expense that was oh, the issue gotcha, from, gotcha. from my understanding yeah. and, and and none of, none of this was new all this was known back in the day and there was uh, reports already filed but it's just not coming out now because of like i said day and time we're in like ron just said if somebody else reported yeah. Now, yeah, now, yeah. in terms of of bringing bringing the sex back into it, um, as why someone someone may wait years later, um, put put yourself in. Well, you brought up Trish Stratus. Put yourself in Trish Stratus shoes, right? Your boss is sort of pressuring you for sex, and if you don't. You may face repercussions getting you uh, cut from the fire. Yeah, if you yeah, do, yeah. it may get you pushed to the top. But you have a man who is who is the boss. The the like the buck stopped with him, especially at that time. That was before they were public. The buck stopped with him, and he's putting the pressure on. Now, can the can the woman say no? Yeah, absolutely, but. I can't speak to what was going through that person's mind at that time, what kind of pressure they were feeling or whatever, because I've talked to women who, who have been basically bothered enough to finally give in to somebody and with the thought that, okay, if I, if I give in to you, maybe you'll finally leave, leave me alone. And like it or not, that is a form of sexual assault. Um, now, for why they didn't bring it up to, till years later, again, Speaking from personal experience, things happen, and at that time, you could be embarrassed by them. You could be fearful of of what may happen if you do speak out. And there may be something to be said about immaturity at that at that point in time. So once you fast forward twenty years later, you have a better grasp on the world. You have a better grasp on understanding certain things. You can now speak out against certain stuff. You can speak up and say, you know what? I don't have any reason to be embarrassed by this. I don't have any reason to feel scared about repercussions because of this. Because this yeah, person yeah. may have crossed the line. But the other thing is, we're all men. So no women is on this on this call right now. And we can't think like a woman. Thing. Exactly. So, so that's another thing we got to be fair about. Yeah, yeah, men yeah. think different, way different from how men think. So I don't think that's something we can just really ask. 
we're not winning. Yeah, we're, we're literally only we're only literally bait. We're literally basing our answers on right. things that um, women probably have shared with us or things that we've heard. But there's no way we can answer the way a woman would because we're not. We we've never experienced that either. Now, now Hill Club, I I got to speak up for Pat. Um, Pat was accused. Um, but you said who? Uh, Hill Club. No, that's another. That's somebody that commented in the. Yeah. Um, uh, Pat, oh, okay. Pat Patterson was accused, but Pat Patterson was never found guilty of anything. I think that there were other people that that did that, um, but none of us know for certain. Let me say that first and foremost. Nobody, nobody but Pat Patterson and the people that it may have happened to know what happened. Um, but I don't think, given what I know about Pat Patterson, which is nothing personal whatsoever, just what I've read, I don't think he was that type of person. Um, no, no. nothing in his so. character in the in the years that I saw him in wrestling ever pointed to that. Are there people who do point to that sort of character? Hell yes. Um, but I, I gotta take up for Pat. I don't think Pat was guilty of anything. Um so uh and it's you know, it was a well known fact um that, that Pat was gay anyway. It's just nobody talked about it. Everybody knew it, but nobody talked about it. Um, So, I talked about Triple H. I talked about Stephanie. Do you think Shane tears another quad trying to leapfrog Stephanie (laughs) to get in good with Endeavor? No. You don't see Shane coming back? I don't. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I do. I think Shane has made a, a, a happy life and business outside of WWE with his family. He doesn't want to spotlight, and I don't see that happen at all. So, 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 my take on that, I believe at WrestleMania he made a, you know, he made an appearance, but I believe that, um, I, be, I believe that he make appearances just to say that, you know, I guess just to say, just to show everybody, hey, everything's okay with my family, and I believe also. Um, he's embarrassed by his dad also. I mean, even though he's a guy, you know, he's a man just like us. I mean, that's his dad of a multi-million dollar company. So I believe he's a little embarrassed also, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I could definitely see that, especially when you're saying that, you know, you, you know, you're doing things, you, you know, his mom is involved some way or another as well. So I can see that. Yeah. Uh, uh, him trying to come out and show that the family was all right. Well, we see how that turned out. Um, well, he's Shane, the, Shane, the family ain't all right because it, it got you a point quad. <laughs> hey man, I went, but in, in here, uh, here at the wrestling with my thoughts podcast, we with Shane McMahon, a very speedy recovery. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> should should the wrestlers um, with, with this merger? Do you think there's any reason for the wrestlers to be worried about the type of talent cuts? cuts that the UFC does. Um, And once I wrote that question out, I didn't think about it, but now reading it, I'm thinking they already do those kind of cuts. So um, I don't think there's any worry there, but uh, Brandon, do you have any opinion on that? I I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Do you, Kurt? Not at all. Jaquan? Um, I mean, I, I, I say it's about the same. 
Yeah, and like I said, once I read it after, like, just now, uh, reading it out, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, they already do those kind of cuts. They seemingly come out of nowhere, and they seemingly, seemingly come in clusters. So um, that was a that was a poorly advised question on behalf of myself. Yeah. Um, now, do the holdings that uh, Endeavor has, and I read those off earlier, could this be a positive thing for wrestlers looking to transu- transition into other areas like movie, TV, or whatever? Um, because I think that's one of the things that, that Roman Reigns wants to do is transition yeah. to do more movies or TV or whatever. Um, do you think just this sure. this merger will help them with that sort of transition, Kurt? It could. Definitely. It definitely could help. Yeah, I, I think so, too, especially – um, because they have a film division, WWE already has a film division, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. Um, Brandon, do you think uh, do you think this will help the wrestlers kind of transition? Yeah, more exposure. Okay, absolutely, more exposure, and then you know people in you know people in Hollywood watch the UFC and everything all the time. They watch wrestling all the time. Just more exposure. And I think yeah. I'm sure somebody else is going to come. Somebody else is going to come out and, and venture off into Hollywood as well. So absolutely, yeah. I think this whole merge just it, it, you you throw a bigger net out and cover more land than you could otherwise. I think that's the right. thing about this merge on both sides for this yeah. thing. Jaquan, you got any yeah. opinion on that? Yeah, um, like uh, yeah, because a lot of people. A lot of people like UFC and a lot of people like wrestling, but I believe if they merge together, I believe, um, I believe, uh, he's, he, he's gonna go. He's gonna leave WWE and do something else. Now he's not, he's not gonna be. Big as The Rock, because The Rock been doing The Rock been doing shit for a long time. I'm talking about uh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking. I'm I'm talking about Roman Reigns. He's gonna The Rock is Rock set the bar extremely high. Oh yeah, yeah. Ain't no ain't no ain't no ain't no wrestler gonna do that. Now 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 I'm gonna say now now I'm gonna say the only wrestler that tried to catch up to The Rock but they couldn't was John Cena. But here's what I think. I actually think John Cena in the roles he's been in. Let's let's take let's take the Marine out of it. Um, the okay. the main the the mainstream roles that he's been in have, from what I've seen, have been comedy, and I think he's done better at playing a comedy role than The Rock has in all his roles. And that's not a slam against Rock, because I, what I was going to ask is, can y'all name me, and this ain't shitting on Rock, it, it really isn't, I swear, but can you name me any movie with The Rock, I can think of one, that is really good? The mo- A movie? Yeah. All the Fast and Five years, Fast and Five movies has been in. Yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious. Yeah. I'll even give it to the, um... I'll even get to the Scorpion King. I like the Scorpion King. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't forget about, don't forget about Doom. Don't forget about Walking Tall. Don't forget about Cool with him. Um, I think it was him. Where he had his daughter, he was like, uh, 
the two. Oh, the game plan. No, not the game. No, it was some something happened to where some animals got infected by some kind of uh, poison. They got real big. On like rampage. Yeah. Uh, Rampage is actually based off of a video game. Uh, I yeah, yeah. Do, do, Doom is too. I yeah, I didn't know what the Rock. I, I didn't yeah, know see, the Rock was in me, Doom. Now here, here's why I asked that. Doom was nice. I like Doom. Here's why I asked that. Well, I've never seen. It. I don't. I don't think that those movies are bad. So don't get me wrong. But no, no, no. But like the Fast and Furious movies are ri- ridiculously over the top. Um. And Definitely. for for me, the movie that uh, that I like with John Cena in it. Well, actually, I said one. There's two. Um, I can't remember the first one, but it's where he he avenges his brother's death or something like that. And then there's another one called Traffic or Trafficking or something like that, where his son or stepson gets set up uh, for for buying drugs online or something like that. Those are the two that are really. Good oh yeah! Oh, you talking about uh, you talking about uh, you talking about snitch? Snitch, yes. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but but I will say this: I agree with with all three of you wholeheartedly that he is, as far as wrestlers are concerned, he is the bar. Like, there's no question about it. I just think that John Cena has done a better role in his comedy roles than than The Rock has in some of his more serious roles. Nah, I don't agree. So, like, Kurt, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. No. I, I haven't seen I, enough I, of those movies to I make a decision. If you would have named the movie John Cena was in, I wouldn't even know he was in. <laughs> I had no idea he was in those movies. Now, let, gonna, let me ask this. You're going to be in that next Fast and Furious, though. I, I, I saw that. I did see that. I'm going to ask a question that may make some people listening cringe. But is the fact of me saying that? Do you think there's a there's a not a division in sense of of like anger, but a division in like because Kurt just said something that was it was very very true and interesting that if I was to name a movie that John Cena had been in, he 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 didn't see it or hadn't known it. With me being white and saying that, you think it's it's a possibility that I've seen some movies that John Cena has been in that you guys haven't seen, given that racial. Uh, difference. No, I think, no. I think The Rock is a bigger star than um, John Cena. One hundred percent agree with that. And, and he has more um, publicity of his movies coming out than John Cena has had. So I think the exposure that The Rock had that John Cena was not privy to. Okay, okay, yeah. I was just curious. I was just curious. Um, you don't know until you ask a question. So, um, let's see. When I ran down the uh, the stuff that's under the Endeavor umbrella, we talked about they got a shit ton of talent agencies under their umbrella. Um, do you think that makes it uh, easier for contract negotiations? Um, because some of these some of these wrestlers do have outside agents. I know some of them uh, rock with Barry Bloom, um, but it, well, this is a two part question. Really. Do you think Endeavor is going to say to possibly say at some point, maybe not immediately, but look, we need all of you guys with our in-house talent agents. We need no. we need you guys to no. do this. No, 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 no. no. All right, it, it, devil's advocate. Why not? I think I think when you do that, 
you lose trust in, in the people you're dealing with because if I've been, I had my agent for 20 years and never had a problem, and now you're telling me because we had a merger, I need to be with in-house agents, now I don't trust you at all. Okay. Good point. Good point. I was just curious as to why. I don't, I, my thought process, I don't think they do either. For one, it's just not a good PR look. Um, when you force somebody to, to like you say, Kurt, it's going to create kind of distrust and dissension. So I think it's a bad move from a public relations standpoint. Um, I was just asking that question because, like I said, they got, they got some pretty big uh, agencies under their belt. Um, one of which used to be William Morris. Um, I can't remember what it's called now, but uh, it used to be William Morris, who was um, one of the biggest talent agencies in the world. Um, so it, uh, this this whole merger, this whole thing will be interesting. Um, seeing how Vince McMahon is going to play into it is going to be interesting. And with this being, the, the show being called uh, The Second Coming, with Vince McMahon having put his stamp on Monday Night Raw this past Monday, and like I said, I'm not, we, we don't know anything about SmackDown just yet. Um, do you see a return of what we grew to dislike about WWE going forward? Or do you think Vince is going to, this was just a one-off? Uh, what I'm do you get my, I'm getting my opinion. I'm sorry, Ron. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm hoping that between Monday and Thursday, that Vince was able to listen to the talent and the people around him and say, hey, what we did Monday was wrong and we did not do that again. And I think it might have showed on the Friday show SmackDown because it was a lot better. Because if he goes in and just throw his, throws his waist around, People would leave, and we would go back to the old thing we didn't like. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a it's a it's a bad move um, to do that. Bad. You've you've created this uh, this great atmosphere with Triple H in charge. Um, you've seen wrestlers actually return because Triple H was there and in charge. So I think taking a step backwards actually hurts them within the merger, if that makes any sense. I'm trying to word that correctly. Um, Jaquan, what do you think? You think uh, they're going to go back to uh, more of the same with Vince, or you think that was just a one-off? Um, my, my perspective on it is um, see, now that Triple H see, okay, 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 so let's take it back when Vince McMahon was in charge you know, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling was, you know, wrestling was good. But I believe right now, now that Triple H is in charge, I mean, wrestling, I say is a little better because uh, he's bringing back people. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He knows the game. He's been a wrestler for a long time. He's been in the business for years and I believe that you know he's doing a phenomenal job. That that that's my belief. Okay, uh, Brandon, what do you think? I think you had. Wait, can you say the question one more time. Make sure I got my answer. <laughs> no, I was just asking if um, if Vince McMahon, what he did this past Monday with Raw, uh, do you see that becoming more of the norm going forward with him returning, or was this? Oh. 
would you think this is just a one-off uh, because of the merger, or um, you know what what are what are your thoughts on that? I sincerely hope that it is a one-off, and it was just you know because of the merger and everything, and you know it was just a one-off. I sincerely hope it's a one-off. <laughs> um, but if not, then I think hopefully. I don't think that the product is going to slip all the way like it did before, but you know, you, you, you'll know if you watch something and they had Vince McMahon's spankle prints on it. And I'll leave it at that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what happened? What, what happened on Monday? I missed it. Um, Triple H got up to go make an announcement in the ring and Vince sat down at, at gorilla. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying that kind yeah. of tongue in cheek, but um, like 15, 20 minutes before they went on the show, or went on the show, went on the air, Vince changed a lot of stuff on the, the show format. There was supposed to be um, two ladies tag team matches that were supposed to be part of a tournament to declare the, the number one contender for the women's tag team titles. And Vince scrapped that and went with the, uh, I can't remember who wrestled now. That was a uh, Liv Morgan and um, yes. it was Liv Morgan and and Raquel uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Somebody, yeah. basically, two of the teams at WrestleMania, two of the women's teams at WrestleMania that didn't win versus the team that actually won. Yeah, um, Hill Club, oh. Hill Club. From what I understand, um, the the Brock turning on Cody was already set in motion. Um, Brandon and I read the same thing that that was already set in motion. That that was um, that was untouched by Vince. Don't understand why they did it. And that's something else we need to discuss, Brandon. We yeah, brought that I up. I, I, yeah, I was, I, I was just about to say that. I don't now, that. I don't believe that. I, I don't, I don't that, believe that was already said. I do not believe that. I think Vince did that. I do not believe that. Now, with, with Kurt saying that, I tend to lean towards what Kurt's saying. But based on what I read, that, that was one thing that wasn't touched by Vince. It's now, com- I say it's coming from multiple sources, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't believe that. So I don't believe that. now, um, yeah, I, I I don't know about that one either. But yeah, I don't. You know. So talk. Maybe. So talking about that. What, what sense do? What sense does it make? Brock hasn't been involved in any of these angles at all. So now, why do we throw the night after WrestleMania? I don't fuck no. I don't believe. That. I do not believe that. So so not, the only way I would have believed is if uh, Cody got got a rematch and then Brock came and interfered in the rematch. Let's let's yeah. dig into this a little bit. But 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 basically, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, Ron. But basically, but basically, he kind of did because if Brock and Cody would have won, uh, Cody Rhodes would have got his rematch at Backlash. So basically, he kind of turned on Cody to say, "Hey." I don't want you to get the rematch, but that's crazy. I wonder why he did that. Though. But see, that's, but, the that's, whole, but so this this a bigger thing. Brock was never involved in anything prior to this. So how right. was the turn coming now, and you were never involved in anything? Right. That's that's the that's, that's, that's that, that I, I don't believe that story was already written. That's bullshit. Bullshit. That is the logical question because. Um, when we did our special episode on Tuesday, we kind of touched on this a little bit. And at the time, there was some confusion between why this may have happened. Um, we thought that um, Brock didn't want to lose his opportunity to challenge ever again. But as the week went on, we found out that we we misunderstood that. And 
that Brock already has lost his offer. He can't challenge for the title as long as, as Roman Reigns is, is carrying the title. Um, so that made even less sense for him to turn on Cody. Yeah, and that happened last year at SummerSlam when Brock and um, Roman uh, had the match and Roman won. Yeah. But after that, Roman won that match at the SummerSlam, Brock couldn't channel for the title anymore after that. Yeah. And, so it, made, it, it, it made no sense on Monday to be involved in that match. None. Right. And the, and here, the only way I can rationalize it is, it's like, look, if I can't challenge for the title, you ain't finna challenge for it either. Well, here, here's that's what, the only way I can rationalize it. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But here's, what, here's what I was going to say. I said I had a theory on that that I wanted to save for the show. Um, if you remember, Roman asked Paul Heyman if he knew that Brock was going to be there Monday night. Heyman kind of danced around answering that question. He never really actually answered the question. He never said yes or no. He said, ah, it's the night after WrestleMania, everybody, blah, blah, blah. So is this foreshadowing into maybe Paul Heyman going back with Brock Lesnar? Um, you know what? Is it, is it Paul maybe setting up Lesnar to take out Roman's competition, knowing that there was nothing to be gained by Brock? Um, that's kind of what I'm thinking, but I really don't have anything to support that. Yeah, I missed that. I didn't. Um, I didn't you, you, I do. you know what? Nah, but you know what? I mean, cut. I mean, cut y'all. But you know what? Roman's been Roman's been side eyed Paul Haven for a long time because as much as Paul Haven and Brock Lesnar went back and forth, you know where you know where Paul's loyalty lies. Brock is his boy, regardless. Oh so yeah, oh yeah, 100%. it could be it. Really could be something to that. But you know what I'm saying? Brock, he just Brock, don't know about it. But listen, you know, he Brock was his boy, but he fought tooth and nail to be with Roman Reigns, and that is right. That is fact. He fought tooth and nail. Like, listen, I need to be with this guy. This is gonna be my guy. He fought tooth and nail for that. Mm. Maybe. Hey. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Paul might be looking yeah, at it like, because we listen, all know Paul, Paul Heyman good for that, so but, but he can flip-flop so, on you in a heartbeat. But let, let, let's look at this. We know Brock is part-time, way more part-time than Roman is. Roman is right. younger than Brock. All right, I'm back, so, yo. So who do you think he's really going to side with? Brock is not going to be there all the time. Right. Paul is, Paul is there more than anybody. And, and that's, why, that's why I kind of shied away from the potential of him getting back with Brock for what you just said, Kurt, that, that Brock's not there full time um, and kind of leaning more towards he used Brock to take Cody out. Um, yeah. And, hmm. and maybe to, you know, he could have just paid him off. Yeah. So I, I don't, again, I don't say, know. But, go ahead and take Cody out for me. So that way, Roman, because Roman, Roman, you know, Cody, he ain't got but so many matches with Cody until Cody beat him. But the whole thing. So here, go ahead and take, go ahead and take this. So, 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 it, 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 so truthfully, it's, it's just a bad storyline altogether. Brock should never. Right. They got involved in any of this. It does, it makes no fucking sense at all. No. The, the only no, thing. No, no. Especially when, especially when the bloodline has a built in, uh, bloodline have a built in, uh, uh storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing yeah. solo to Cole. You have a built in hitman anyways, which need Brock for. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. So, 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 so basically, my thing is, I believe that since he took out Cody, 
is going to be built up at Backlash to where, of course, Cody versus Brock. That is what it's going to be now. But the other report is if if Cody is to lose to Brock Lesnar at uh, the Backlash, he's going to ask for his release from WWE. Mm. I doubt it. I doubt it. I believe because see, 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 basically – See, basically, at WrestleMania, I know, I know, we all watch WrestleMania. So basically, at WrestleMania, Cody had the shit won, but they wanted Roman Reigns to still be champion because he's carrying, he's carrying, he's he's carrying the WWE just like John Cena was many years ago. Okay, but listen to this. So if Cody loses to Brock at Backlash. How do you build Cody back up to go against Rome if he just lost Brock and Brock is not in the title picture? You can't build him back up. And Brock will automatically, technically, and, and, go ahead. And, if, and, and so now Brock is now the number two contender or number one contender to go against Roman. So now you're ass out. There is no but but, but but yeah, but basically Brock has Brock has Brock has zero chances now of getting the title shot. But see, they could make that. They could put some stipulations on that backlash match because they could say, okay, whoever win this match, whoever win this match gets Roman Reigns. Yeah, because now if, if if Cody loses, you you buried him twice now. You buried him on Monday night, and you buried him again on the pay per view on backlash. So there's no building him back up, none. So I would ask my my release as well because the whole thing was bring me back, come back to WWE for, for what's for me to be. The champion, not to be beat down and put back to a, a contender. Okay, okay. So, 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 okay. So, I have a theory now. Now that I'm, now that I'm, now that I'm really thinking about this. So, if they do put a stipulation on it weeks ahead in May, if they do put a stipulation on it, and let's just say, let's just say Brock Lesnar wins. Let's just say Brock Lesnar wins. Okay, so now, boom, 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 boom. Months later, I'm going to say right now in wrestling, as we speak, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with freaking Steph Rollins. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I'm going to go with him. So now I'm going to say he's due for a title. So I'm going to say, Months down the line at another pay-per-view or if he even wins money in the bank, I believe he's going to get the title because he's due for a title. So, so Doc, you, you just muddied the waters to hell. What does it have to do with Cody being in the title picture and him being asked for his release? You just muddied the waters way a thousand times worse than what they were before. Yeah, they had they had the the momentum in their favor, and what I mean by that is with the fans, they had good fortune with the fans, and moving in a direction that the fans were actually excited to see with Cody winning the title. Um, yes. I, I agree with Kurt. I, you, you, you beat him at WrestleMania, um, which I think was a mistake. Um, yes, it really was. Because you lost a shit ton of momentum, and then you made him look like a... a, a a chump on Monday night. So because, where where's oh, that ahead. where does that leave Cody in the title picture? And 
I I am not interested at all in seeing a championship match between Seth Rollins and and Roman Reigns. Um, but but if they do that, um, with the with the scenario that you suggested, if they do that, like Kirsten, where does that leave Cody? Cody's left out in the cold, and now you 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 have cooled off your hottest baby face and the the biggest acquisition they made in years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, I see, think they made a horrible mistake with this. They, they, matter of fact, they actually did because because I was watching it because uh, me and my dad was watching it. Watching WrestleMania, and after it was over, he just was like, "Man, this is a joke." Uh, they shouldn't let they should let Roman Reigns win, which, which they shouldn't have because Roman Reigns nine hundred something days. That, that's all. That's all good and dandy, but I believe if Cody if Cody Rhodes if they said new champion Cody Rhodes, I mean that would have just been phenomenal for the WWE. I mean they would have. I mean I mean I know they pulled in stupid money. But a new champion, they would have pulled in more money. They would they would have went bigger because Cody Rhodes is a baby face. He never won the the WWE title in his life. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to, like he says, finish the story. But they want Roman Reigns, which I mean I mean I mean he's a good champion to me. He he's a good champion. It's just that it's just that he always can't go one on one. Like somebody always got to end the fear. But I because, that, 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 that's that's get, the whole thing about being a heel. That's how it, that's how it works. Right. Because it yeah, because because because, yeah, because basically because, because basically, I want to say some of these title defenses against Roman Reigns, he almost was beat. He was beat. He almost beat. Somebody came to build him out. He, 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 he almost was beat. Matter of fact, matter of fact, take when they was in Scotland. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre had the damn match won. And then who came out? Nobody didn't know. That's when Solo first appeared. Boom. But that's the whole thing about being a heel. That's, that's how it go. Right. When you a that's heel, you got to, you know, at some point you got to cheat. Yeah, and then on top of that, the WWE, right? And on top of that, I think the WWE is aiming to, you know, see a thousand a, a champion that's been champion consecutively for a thousand consecutive days because that hasn't been done in several decades at this point now. So, and, and, and I, I think maybe that's the direction that they're trying to go. And, and then, but once he hits that thousand that thousand day mark, then it's off to the races after that. Oh yeah, yeah. I believe, I believe, I, I believe, I believe. Cody is going to get the belt. He he going to finish his story. He got to. But, but, I don't. I don't. Truthfully, 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 I don't care what nobody says. Cody Rhodes is going to get the belt. He might. He might not hold. He might not hold two belts, but he's going to hold one. Cody Rhodes is going to get the belt. He going to finish his story. If he, if, he lose, if, if he if he loses that backlash, he is not getting a title. The, the, he, he will not. The whole yeah. thing with finishing the story. You've killed that storyline. You killed, oh, yeah. you killed the storyline. You killed any momentum it had. So when and if he does win that belt, it's not going to be as momentous as it would have been at WrestleMania. 
It's going to mean far less. And the only thing I can right. think of to compare this to, and I hadn't thought about it until I heard other podcasters mention it, I'll be transparent and admit that, but this is like what they did with Lex Luger. Lex Luger came in to great fanfare. He was the hot new shit in WWE. And then they didn't put the title on him when they should have. At the, at the top of all that hype. By the time they did it, it didn't matter. Nobody cared about it. It was in WCW, wasn't it? Yeah. No, this was in... Yeah, I was talking WWF. Well, he was in the WWF. He had that run, the Lex Express and all that. Yeah. He bought yeah, slam yeah. Yoko yeah, Tuna yeah. on that boat. Yep. And so Luger should have won that. He should have won that championship at that SummerSlam. I actually went back and watched that match. And I'm like, why would you have him lose and then everybody come and sell it, come out and celebrate like he just won the damn Super Bowl? Yeah. I didn't understand it. And but then, if they would have pulled the trigger on that then, that would have probably made Lex Luger more of a star in that company because he possibly could have carried the company for a few years off of that because the fans were so behind him. Yes. And then, you know, whatever it was you wanted to do after that. So, yeah, they didn't pull the trigger on Lex. And then if you notice, if you go back and look at all of that old footage, Lex fell further and further and further down the car, yes, especially after that, that WrestleMania match when he lost. And he just fell further and further down the card until he ended up going right right on back to WCW. So it could be, and I hope this doesn't happen, but if Cody ends up losing that backlash, this is like Lex, This is like the Lex Express 2.0. You didn't have all this fanfare and everything, and then now you didn't kill the momentum. I can see now, if he wins that backlash, I can see them prolonging this storyline all the way to SummerSlam because somebody pointed out SummerSlam was when uh, Brock, not Brock, uh, Roman Reigns won the titles anyway, so how fitting would it be for him to lose at SummerSlam? But if Cody would have won at WrestleMania, that would have broke the internet. That probably would have uh, put a damn earthquake in California. The fans would have been cheering so loud and hard because that was the moment that a lot of us was looking forward to. Yeah, and, of course. You know, it just, but, it, but for you know one reason, for one reason or another, it just didn't happen. So yeah, and then and then you saying that, Brandon. Um, made me think about it. If you do give Cody the win at WrestleMania, you could stretch that out to SummerSlam and maybe have Roman win it back at SummerSlam again. I was, yeah. I was, Ron, yeah, Ron. I was just about to say that you read my mind, man. I was literally <laughs> just about to say. That. I mean, there were there were just so many ways they could have went with this, and I they they did they have not. I shouldn't say they did not. They have it was not like, done Cody any favors. They cut his legs out from under him at WrestleMania. Yeah, it, sure it was. It, it was like it, it was like it was like at WrestleMania. It was like they was kind of they was kind of they was kind of sloppy with it. Now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna say why they were sloppy with it. Now I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna say the United States title match. I mean, I, I mean I ain't gonna lie. I like John Cena and I like Austin Theory. But that could have that could have gone that match could have gone a better way without and and just, just hear me out just hear me out and what I mean by better way I mean the low blow and then the A town down that was kind of trashy like it could have been like Austin Theory put John Cena in his submission to win the match you know something 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 awesome like that. To, to let the fans know, oh, Austin Theory won by putting John Cena in his own submission. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I I, I didn't – that match was what it was anyway. Um, 
I think that even though I called John Cena winning that match, I thought he I said that I thought he was going to win, but um, I actually think having Austin Theory win works better because the 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 fact is you're trying to build new stars, not rehash old ones. And I think a lot of times what the WWE is guilty of is um, rehashing or bringing back old superstars that overshadow the ones that they're trying to build up. So, I don't know. That's just my take on that one. Yeah, yeah. Now, now the, now the, now, now I'm going to lie. I mean, you had some phenomenal matches now. Now the tag team titles and Rhea Ripley. And you had uh, the women's title match. I ain't gonna lie, that that was phenomenal. I, I liked that. I liked the way they put that. Yeah. Now I'm gonna say the Omos and Brock Lesnar. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't nobody want to see that shit. I I mean, I looked at it, but I was like, why would they book this match? They should have. They should. They should have had at least. They should have had Omos, Brock Lesnar. And I'm gonna say Braun Strowman. Oh God, no! They should have had. They should have had like a triple threat to make <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Braun's to make it worthwhile. Braun's already in the tag team match with Ricochet, so you can't have that. And the only reason you had Omos and Lesnar is Vince McMahon. He liked to see big guys go against each other. Yeah, regardless yeah, of, so of how talented, I will mean, say he pulled that one off. They they pulled that one off. I enjoyed that match. They pulled it off. So hey, it, it was better. No, than I, I, I mean, I mean, that was a good match. But I'm saying it could have been, you know, it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Okay. So Hill Club says, what if Roman is still champion in 2024 until Cody wins finally, and if AEW doesn't re-sign MJF, Cody versus MJF, Cody versus MJF. Um, my opinion on that Hill Club is, um, MJF may stand to make more money in WWE, but MJF wouldn't be able to be MJF in WWE. They're going to seriously water him down, and it just won't hit the same in WWE, in my opinion. Um, As far as... I don't think MJF is that big of a star to be in WWE, in my opinion. And, 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 and I'm not I'm not even yeah. arguing with that, Kurt. I, I, I agree. He <laughs> is in AEW. But in, yeah, in, but not in WWE. Right. And his in-ring talent is not that good. He's good on the mic, but he's not good in the ring at all to me. And I, I just right. think... You take you take away that microphone from him, then what do you have left? Right. Nothing. And, yeah, me and you. And, you t- and, and with that in mind, his mic skills, to me, are his best thing. But if he gets on the mic in WWE, he can't say some of the things he's been saying in W or in AEW. He's, right. he's going to have right. to sincerely, seriously it cut back known. on some of this shit, and he certainly can't be throwing tequila in kids' faces. Oh no, <laughs> he certainly cannot say "screw you, you fucking Mark." You can, <laughs> yeah, right. He can't do that. You can't even go there. So, <laughs> but it, at I mean, all, um, and and two, Ray Mysterio is, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Ray Mysterio is the only exception to the rule. Vince is not going to let a, a guy the size of MJF hold that title. Um, he, he's just not. Ray was the exception who, who, to the rule. Who? Yeah, who he on uh, AEW? Yeah, but yes. his contract is up in twenty twenty four. 
I don't, I, I don't, I never, well, I watch AEW, but I don't really watch it like that. Well, I don't blame you. You ain't missing nothing, boy. Man, you ain't missing nothing, nothing, my boy. No, you're not missing nothing at all. Trust me. So, back to the question, um, back to what, um, back to what, uh, Hill Club said. Yeah. Um, truthfully, right now we're in April and, 2024, I don't really see Roman being champion. 2024, I believe that he's going to be like doing, doing else things like movies and TV and shit like that. I don't believe in 2024 he's going to be champion. There is going to be like a whole, a whole thing. I mean, who, I mean, who knows? Solo might be champ. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I, I'm, that's only a year from now, so he definitely be champion. That's just one year from now. Not even a whole year. That's on yeah, not even a whole year. So, so, a year from now. so in trying to in trying to wrap this this part of the episode up, let me ask let's let's ask this question and discuss it. Let let's say yeah, between now and and twenty twenty four. Uh, this is April, so we got uh, several more months to go. What, eight more months to go? Um, who, who logically and realistically can they put in the ring to challenge Roman? Um, Brandon, what what answer do you have for that question? Jay Uso, main event. Jay Uso. Okay. And Cody Rhodes, okay. and maybe Brock, just because. And then Solo could be a dark horse. And then maybe we get another run. Maybe Bobby Lashley hooks up with uh, with uh, MVP because MVP's pushing forward again. I've been watching those interviews, and MVP, MVP been making some good points. Like, hey, you know, you were successful when I had you, and now look what happened when I don't have you. So maybe them two hook back up again, and maybe if Roman is if Roman is still the champion, maybe they hook up, and maybe that happens again. But and I'm just spitballing right here because. There's really not too many legitimate contenders that I really see that you know uh, Roman um, that uh, that can actually legitimately beat Roman. It's not. It's not. I can really count on one hand. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I really. So I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I really, I really don't know. And I'm just looking. And I'm basing those opponents the first at least three or four just off of storyline. So you know, I don't know. We'll see. Jaquan, what do you got? Okay. Um, I mean, you know, of course, I got Cody. Uh, you know, Cody uh, beat him. I got. Uh, I got. Um, I want to say. I want to. I want to say I got Edge. Yeah, I want. I, I want to say I got Edge, and I want to say. Um, his old his old shield buddy Steph freaking Rollins. Okay, I, I'm gonna go ahead and give my thought on this because I wanna I wanna let Kurt close it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jaquan, you gonna see why I'm laughing in a minute. <laughs> but right, go ahead. Man. Realistically, yeah. um, they have they have cooled Cody off tremendously. I'm not saying that. They still can't work it, but it's just not going to be as like holy shit as it could have been. Um, outside of Cody, 
right now, unless you rehash old opponents, there's nobody. Um, and there's some people that you could rehash that we don't want to see. Um, and, and I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, Ron. I, I let me let me just say one thing. I didn't mean to stop you there, sir. So at first, like last year, it was a big hype about, you know, of course, the rock coming back, which they hyped that shit up for nothing. Because it was all on the internet, all on Facebook, Instagram, whole nine yards, the rock and Roman Reigns, the rock and Roman Reigns. Of course, I was excited. Because I was saying to myself, if the rock come back. You already know that's mi- that's millions of dollars right there, and then he's gonna dethrone Roman Reigns. But then, but then, but then I read, but then I read something that if The Rock doesn't come back, they're gonna replace him with Cody Rhodes. So said, so done. So that's all I had to say, Ron. I mean, I mean to cut y'all. No, no problem. Um, but yeah, and this isn't taking a shot at what Brandon said, because what, what Brandon said is, is true. Like, I don't disagree with anything he said, but, um, to use Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley as rehashed opponents, that's, I don't think anybody is going to really look forward to another match between those individuals. Um, Hold on. Bobby, La- wait a minute. Let me cut y'all, but Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns compete against each other for the title. No, 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 no. So. I it. no, 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 no. You said that Brock no. could face Roman or Bobby Lashley could face Roman. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, I don't think there's any interest. If you give me another Roman versus Brock match or another uh, run for for Bobby at the at the title, because of the way they've done Bobby Lashley, I just don't think it's going to get anybody excited for those matchups. Well, I, I mean, I threw, I threw Bobby Lashley's name in there because of the way that he lost the title. And so I kind of think that he need to get his get back anyway. I just, I've been saying that for the last, but however long that's been, what, a year? Yeah. Over a year now. So Bob I feel like Bobby Bob needs Bob to get his get back. Yeah. But if it was like any other case, Bobby lost clean or whatever the case is, I wouldn't even throw his name back in there because I don't think anybody else would want to see a Bobby Lashley and a Roman Reigns match again if it had already happened. Just like, you know, if they – they do Roman Ross and Brock. They do Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again for the, um, you know, for the title. And words of and words of my brother-in-law over here, I would stab myself in the eye with one of these plastic forks I got in here. Okay, I don't want to see that shit again. So, Kurt, go ahead and give your opinion on this. Okay, so um, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns did wrestle at Extreme Rules in 2018. I don't think it was for the title, but I think that would be a good match if they built. Rock up, I mean, Bobby up against Roman for the title. That's one. I do think the other option is is um, Brock, I mean, Roman against Jay. I think that would be a good match against the blood versus the bloodline against each other, and you could go that way. The, other, the, third, option, the third option is if you're going to build Cody back up after you didn't tore him down after this, these last two weeks, you could do that. But I don't know how you recover from that, and I don't know how fans would accept that. Yeah, true. Or, or you could build it like a, or you could build it like um, a triple threat. It could either nobody, be trip, nobody like triple threat match because you you're not beating the actual champion. I can beat you, and you don't own the belt. People want to see me beat right. somebody beat the champion. Hey, if so it triple, was an EC triple threat matches are out of the window. Throw it out. If it was an EC, 
if it was an ECW style three way dance where it was elimination, then I could get more behind it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I'm with Kurt. I'm with Kurt. I'm I'm not a big fan of triple threat matches. Not a big fan of fatal four way matches. Um, it's just too much going on. Right. And yeah, I'm with Kurt. Um, I I don't want to see the the world title defended in a triple threat or fatal four way. And I'm not right. saying and I don't want to see Rome, I don't want to see Roman Reigns lose the title that way either way. Anyway, hell, hell no. I don't I don't want to see that. Listen, man, he's been the champion too long. Somebody have to put his shoulders to the mat to beat him. Yes, that's the yep. only way I want to see that. That you have to yep. beat him. Sure. You can't you can't beat this third person and never beat him. So you ain't the champion because you didn't beat him. This man been the exactly. champion for over three years. Yeah. You have to beat him. Somebody got to yep. put his shoulder to the mat. And Absolutely. that's what has to happen. Yeah. And, and I feel like whoever beat, whoever beats Raw Reigns, and that's why that's I threw Jay that. Uso's name out first. Yeah. Whoever, that's, and they say main event Jay Uso. There's something to that. And listen, whoever beats Roman listen, Reigns, they need to make a new star. Brandon, you, are, you hit it on the head because they are, and I told y'all this earlier this year that they were, that was a storyline that I didn't want to see. But the more they talk about it, keep saying main event Jay Uso, that shit is going to happen. Yep, it's, it's something to ever, ever since they started saying that it was something. I'm like, it's something to that. It's, it's, it's something to that. That, like, that, that is gonna happen. They keep saying main event, Jay Uso. That shit is happening. That is so happen. listen, listen. I have a, I have a. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean to cut y'all off. I have a theory about that. Now, now, either, either, either. I got two theories about this, and I want y'all to comment on it. Either he's gonna take the Intercontinental Champion. He's going to take the U.S. title. What's, what's your take on that? No. When they say Jay-Zo? main event, what, no. when they, when, listen, listen. When they say main event, what do what does main event sound say to you? Main, main event, what does that say to you? Oh, I mean like the grandest stage of all, WrestleMania. Okay, so, so, so main event does not mean intercontinental or U.S. title. That's not what main event means. Does yeah, main event yeah. mean the WWE Undisputed champion. That's what main event means. And that's what they're talking about when they say main event, Jay Uso. That's what they're going to. Main event. Oh, oh, you know what? And I had I I I ideas just popping in my head right now. So I'm just saying here, just hear me out, fellas. Um let's just say Jay Uso wins the title. Now do now, and I want y'all feedback on this one right here. Do y'all think it will be? Do y'all think it this will be a great main event? Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes for the belt. It could be. It, it, it could, could be. It could have. It could have be if built if booked correctly. It could. It be. could be. It could be. Yeah. Um. But but back to what you said about. Jay taking on the the intercontinental title or U.S. title. Um, yes, I I think that's at the at the status Jay is at right now. I that think that's be, a step I'm down. Oh, go ahead. Um, I think that's a step down, and it's Correct. to me it's not a pathway to the title. I think right. for for Jay to be that main event talent, it's going to have to him go directly to Roman, but. Through a bloodline like inner tur- turmoil or something, um, 
Yeah. And, and that's what's going to keep fans involved. I don't think the fans are right. at all interested in seeing Jay and, and uh, Austin Theory or Jay and Gunther. No. Um, I don't. I just don't think anybody's interested in that right now. No, um, no, no. I think you run the risk. Yeah, they of they in their own lane. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And another thing, like like I said, like, like I said, uh, like I said a couple of a couple a couple of minutes ago when I came on. Um, in two weeks, when this draft come, I believe. Everybody's gonna get split up. Like all the teams, like Jay, like him and his brother, they're not gonna be. I, I don't believe they're gonna be a duo no more because no. I believe and they're I think, gonna push. I, they're they're, I, they're gonna push Jay. I think you're I believe, right. I, think I believe you're this right. time they're gonna push Jay. He's gonna. He's probably gonna run through everybody, and then months later. Or somewhere down the line this year, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, you know, they they're gonna push. I'm just gonna say they're gonna push him. I don't know where they're gonna push him to, but they're gonna push him. They're gonna they're gonna give him a big push. I, I think you're right. I definitely can see. I that. think they start to push him now. So so something that I just read from one of the comments, and I forgot about. So there's something we all forgot about. I, I talked about it last week. Okay, let's go back. I got to tell me something back from but I'll be right back. Now, my my opinion on the on the split of uh, Jay and Jimmy, I, I think that I do think that'll happen, um, and I think that's a pathway to Roman versus Jay, um, because it, I think that split may cause division. I don't see, I don't see WWE ever really getting behind Jimmy, simply because Jimmy's already had had trouble with with DUIs and whatnot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I think that Jay has has set himself up in a good position, um, and I th- I would be more interested in seeing Jay simply because of what's already happened. But I think of the Usos, he's the better better of the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now 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 yeah now hear me out. The reason the reason I said the US title or the reason I said the US title or the US title because basically he never hold no title. The only title he hold for a very long time was the tag team titles. And the reason I said that was to to let him, you know what I'm saying, to to you you know what I'm saying to let him feel gold if that makes sense around his waist besides, you know, tagging along with his brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I get it. And and if it wasn't a trajectory for him heading towards Roman, because I think that's where they're going, um, I would say, yeah, that makes sense. But um to to pull him off that trajectory and uh, and and give him uh, a title that's a step down from that, I think is a bad move because the Intercontinental uh, Hill term mentioned it earlier. The Intercontinental title used to be the setup for your your heavyweight title shot, but they've gone so far away from that uh, here in the in in recent years that the the I hate to say it, but the Intercontinental title is absolutely meaningless now. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Kurt, what you got for us? I see you back. Yeah. So, um, I think 
going with Jay is the right move with Roman. And if you're going to go with Cody, you there, Kurt? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Brandon, you, you here? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. I don't know what happened to Kurt. Kurt said to hell with this shit. Uh, Mike might have just went out. <laughs> so, um, but once he gets back and, and gives us the information he's going through, I think we'll go ahead and wrap this up because we are we are nine minutes from two o'clock and 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 we started <laughs> at ten a.m. Yeah, ten o'clock this morning. <laughs> oh God dang! <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Episode could go this long if we let it. Um, what we say, I was say, what we say last week, we could literally talk about, um, this is in the group chat. We like, we could talk about wrestling for four or five hours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we really could, but you know, we ain't got so much time. Kurt said he's here. Yeah. We can't hear you, Kurt. We cannot hear you, Kurt. And I just checked my volume. (laughs) My volume is up, but I can hear. Yeah. Mine too. (laughs) Mine too. Yeah. So, so this is like kind of the (laughs) rain. Usually, if somebody writes go out on the show, it's always cursed for some reason. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> we don't under, we, we we try to figure this out every week. Like, what in the world? <laughs> but, what the heck? Okay, is that the sound effect, or do I need yeah. to go step out of my bathroom real quick? Yeah, that's the, that's the sound effect. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. I was about to say, I, I made a mistake in hitting that one. Early, I thought I was hearing a jet engine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that, that one. That, that loud-ass truck. Man, that engine don't make no sense to be that damn loud. Kurt, yeah. you, you may need to drop out. Do you want me to, to send you another link? Yeah, Unfiltered, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you coming by. So we say it all the time, Brandon. Well, this show is high quality it, shit. It, but, but Kurt said, he, "But you know what? You know what? Hey, we might we might just need to go on here and might that they might it might be that time." All right. Well, being that we're waiting on Kurt here, man, let me tell y'all. When I stepped away a few minutes ago, I ordered a uh, uh, cover for my mic to kind of uh, condense the sound a little bit. I got the update from. Amazon that it was delivered with the picture, the little package sitting up under my my doormat. So I, you know, went over there, checked my door, nothing. Somebody snagged the package. Stop playing. Somebody. Oh shit. And and, and the thing is, man, they don't have anything to do with it. It's a fucking mic cover. So I, I'm gonna have to deal with. Uh, I'm gonna have to deal with Amazon on that because I paid for it. Hopefully they don't give. Hopefully they don't give you to run around. Last time I had something like that. They um. Now nah, Kurt, we can't hear you. Yeah, yeah, we see that you're here. With like you, your, your, your here, mic, your mic you. emblem is green and everything. We just can't hear you. But now the last time I had an um issue with a package, Amazon didn't want to send it back to me because they. I guess they were trying to say that I was lying. I'm like. You know, I'm not lying, but then come to find out whoever delivered the package, um, where I get my packages from, you have to put in a code and they didn't put the code in. So the rent office had to put the code in for me. And, um, so I could be able to go inside and go get it. 
I guarantee it's yep. one of these little badass kids around here because, man, these kids don't. Thinking these, these kids don't give a shit about nothing. They put their bikes in the breezeway. They they throw this them. uh this uh this generation is hell. Oh yeah. I mean, all this shooting and all this shit. Come on, man, it's crazy. They bring they bring buggies from fucking Walmart over here and leave them all out in the parking lot. I'm like, I, I want out of here. I wish I would have been able to buy that house in October. Fuck, I wish I would have been able to buy that house. Man. Oh, man. All right. So, Kurt is currently uh, not being heard. We see that he's here. Let me see something real quick. I can mute him. I can unmute him. Uh-oh. Well, maybe I can't unmute him. Shit. <laughs> Well, ain't that some shit? <laughs> okay. Well, this hasn't been happening as often as it was before. This is, this is every week at one point, man. Ooh, I could, I could, I could block him. I don't want to block man. him. Man, all right, Kurt. No, I don't block. I'm going to disconnect you and send you a link to jump back in. Actually, you should be able to use the link that I sent you to jump back in. So I'm going to disconnect you. Yeah. And uh, jump back in. And he's off. How do Man, I? Boy. Remember, hey, you remember, you remember that time when uh, when Kirk got mad and we were talking about Nick Aldis and Kirk got mad Man. and dropped the mic. We couldn't get that mic to work for about two weeks. <laughs> what? What has he done? What has he done? And all of a sudden, all you heard was. <laughs> Oh my god. That's an episode I will never forget. Ever. That wasn't the one that we lost, was it? We got that we uploaded that one, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cause we had an epic one the before and we lost the episode, unfortunately. Yeah, I'll I'll like I said, I'll log oh on my to god. Uh... Hold on, let me see something here. I can yeah, all we should have to do is click onto that same link. But what I'm going to do is copy it and send it in the group text and see if he can join that. Are you just going back in? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Kurt, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, you threw the mic again, didn't you? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. No, we hear you. I don't know what the fuck just happened. You threw you didn't throw the mic again, did you? No, all my shit is still the same. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just I, put, I, I hit the mute button, took my son to the bathroom, come back. Kurt, we can't hear you. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you got you got gremlins in the house, man. Hey, man. Boy. So, Kurt, go ahead, go ahead and tell us what you had to tell us, and then we'll we'll wrap the show up because we're about to hit two o'clock and we started it. Yeah, about in the middle of the afternoon. We got <laughs> yeah. Well, my obvious choice is I think they should go with um, Jay and Roman. I think that's the obvious choice. And if you're going to go with Cody, I, I've never, and I never bought into to the fat idea of Cody being Roman. That's just me. I never saw it, never thought it was a good idea. But I do think Cody, if Jay was a champion, I could see Cody beating Jay to become a champion. Yeah. But I never, I never bought into him beating Roman. I just didn't see that happen. I could see that. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, folks, we have done like a 42-hour show today. Um, <laughs> it was a good show. Um, it was, it was, it was a good show. Joined by Jaquan. I'm gonna make sure I get that name right before before Brandon punches me in the fucking face next time I see him. Oh my god! <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, give me that fanfic. Give me that gun. That's what's gonna happen to me. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to work. I have, I have to work on my assertiveness. When I say <laughs> no, you're good, man. I'm, I'm just giving think, you a hard time. The people think I'm gonna beat them up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the. The, probably, I'm the biggest teddy bear you'll ever know. Like, uh, well, well, <laughs> I, I don't want to know you in that regard, sir. No, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that, that, no, hell, bro, you only take shit left. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for make things uncomfortable. I'm here to make everybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, right. we had a great show today. Joined by uh, Jaquan. Thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Oh no, pro- no, no problem. I hey, enjoyed it, bro. Uh, yeah, we. You know, what I'm saying it, it, it's been good. You know, we. Uh, t- truthfully, 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 this should have went on. This should have went on earlier. This should have went on like a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm just saying, oh, like right. this whole this whole setup show, and the reason I say that is because. I mean, you know, like people comment on it, they like it. And basically I, I wanna say by now, you know, say uh we could we could have like some you know, this show could have went the show could have been like awesome. It could have I don't know, so, it probably, so it probably you, are you telling us that we're not awesome now with all our technical difficulties and, and bullshit? <laughs> Awesome In other words, I think awesome I think what he's trying to say is we could have gone. We, I think we, I, I, I think what he's trying to say is by now we probably would have had a very huge following because the content I know now is excellent. Yeah, what, despite what, what, the technical difficulties, what, what, which I think makes the show even more better because it shows us that hey man we're human, okay? High quality shit. The huge problem is coming. Huge problem is coming. Yeah. So yeah, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it kind of, <laughs> what? What I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what? we go again. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying is, it could have went, it could have went viral to where. It could have reached, of course, it could have reached WWE, like, you know, like they could have, you know, sponsored the show. Man, I don't, uh-huh. I don't know that I'd want WWE sponsoring the show. Then we go. Yeah, I'll be, oh man. We go, well, you can't say this. You got to make us look. No, I'm going to talk cash shit, as Brandon would say. Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying sponsor the show, but I'm saying like, you know, just like, just like say, hey, tune in uh, after Raw for you know the broadcast. That, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my, bo- my, 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 my boy is over here speaking something over this show, man. He might, <laughs> hey, yeah, he might be on something. I, I said, all right, gonna, who's going to take on the role of being the artful dodger on this show? We're going to take all this in. 
We're gonna take all this in. We're gonna take all of it in. <laughs> all right, and man. we don't have we don't we don't have our advertiser on this show. <laughs> we take everything on head off. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, we don't we don't have anybody on this show that's gonna defend the damn red rooster and try to no. convince us that it was a great gimmick. Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> so, so that's all I remember. Until next week. Yes, sir. All right, yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, Brandon, you got anything to say to the folks before we get out of here? Hey, y'all enjoy y'all rest of the weekend. And to my fellow teachers, we got to go back to work on Monday. So get ready. All right, Jaquan, <laughs> what you got? Um... This has been this has been a good show, you know. I'm glad I joined it, and y'all y'all will be y'all will be hearing from me uh, more often. So you know, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh, talk talk trash, talk we talk, and um, let's make a good fan base. All right, Kurt, what do you got to say to the folks? I want everybody to have a good weekend and uh, everybody enjoy Easter. Yes, absolutely. Folks, check us out on social media. We are on Facebook. You can find us, The Wrestling With My Thoughts Podcast on Facebook. We have a uh, an, an official page and also a group for the show. Look up both of them. Join us, follow us, and be interactive with us. You can also find us on Instagram at WWMTENT. Uh, you can email us if you would like to give us any show suggest show suggestions, or uh, you know comment back to about the show or content or what have you at wwmtent at gmail dot com. We are here live every Saturday morning at ten p.m. and good Lord knows when we might stop. Ten a.m. Yeah, in the a.m. But we may go into the p.m. <laughs> so. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate all three of you being oh, on today. Oh, I'm sorry. I do, I, I do have one more thing to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, to cut y'all, Ron. Um, wrestling is coming down here in June. Just okay. to let y'all know. Okay. Later night, Raw. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, we'll be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. And we look forward to hearing back from everybody then. Thank you all and have a great weekend. Have a good weekend, yo.